Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and alongside me tonight, as always, Perry Burkham. Aloha. Alola. Alola. That's not this episode. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what we actually had our contest come to an end, and we do have a winner, which uh, we'll be announcing towards the end of the show, but... Over on Reddit, um, for the contest entry, we had people telling us, you know, little snippets of their favorite holiday, either their favorite holiday games or their favorite holiday memories, uh, throughout the year that, you know, involve video games and Nintendo, and, uh, we actually got a couple we're gonna be reading throughout the episode, and, uh, I think, Perry, you've got one for us right now, don't you? Yeah, this is from Nova108. They say, in the days following Christmas every year... My friends and I would plan a large sleepover where we would just hang out and game for a few days straight. Earlier on, it would be Goldeneye, Mario Kart 64, and Smash, and in the later years, it became Double Dash, Melee, etc. Mm. That's like my life, so... Yeah, I remember back in the day, too, uh, back uh, in the perfect storm with me, my brother, and my two neighbors, we'd always uh, be able to jam out on some four-player games. So naturally, after Christmas, when we're all uh, loaded for bear with new games, was a uh, was always a fun time. Yeah, I like for me Double Dash, WarioWare, and Mario Party Four. Those are like, oh my goodness! And I will never forget playing on my birthday, playing with like thirteen people of my friends at my house with a wave bird. Oh man! And throwing the controller on WarioWare. The interference. It was <laughs> one of the funnest things ever. It was so much fun. But yeah, and then uh, read us another one, Casey. This one comes by way of Girth ninety four. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, I decided to gift my younger cousin a two DS and a physical copy of Shovel Knight. Good choice. He had turned seven last year, and I'd figured he was old enough to enjoy games. Well, I was right. He was so ecstatic to finally get a game in console. We played Shovel Knight half the day, and I lent him several games from my personal library. He hasn't put the 2DS down since, and he's asked for Pokemon Sun Moon for Christmas. Sharing games with the gener- uh, younger generation is something a lot of people uh, about on this subreddit. And finally, experience that joy felt great. Yeah, that's one of one of those times. I mean, I don't have anyone really younger in my life. Uh, I mean, my sister's a little younger than me, but you know, you know, we play games together, but. Yeah, no, no nieces or nephews yet, but I have a feeling I'm going to be setting them on the path of the Nintendo uh, as soon as they can. You got to be a good uncle. Yeah, they got to be that, oh, it's Uncle Case. Bring it on, <laughs> them <Case>. video games. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, thank you, Nova108 and Girth94. Uh, that was just a couple of them. We're going to be reading them throughout the episode, like Casey said. And uh, probably on the way up to Christmas. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely... These are our Christmas episodes. Yep, we ended up having about a hundred uh, responses on Reddit. Uh, not quite as much as Pokemon, but that's sort of to be assumed. But no, we—it's honestly been uh, really fantastic to go back and read and just see little memories and and honestly games that like are not even in my, you know, my uh, conscious to that there are games there, and then all these people have all these fond memories about them. Totally, yes. But we are totally switching things up this week. Um, we have a brand new segment that, well, we introduced it a few episodes ago called I Demand You. 
I demand you. Mm. And uh, we're actually going to do that. Uh, so that's basically what we've been playing this last week. We're going to do that uh, next uh, after we do our eShop roundup. And our, and, and our daily, or I should say our weekly uh, rumors, <laughs> rumor galore for... Yeah. For the Switch, it also, seems like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, let's get right into it. Let's hear the uh, eShop Roundup jingle. Do you have it on your phone there? No, I mean, I could probably pull it up. It's buried <laughs> no, behind just... a couple. I, I did some Christmas shopping, so I got some other emails. But <laughs> You got some Amazon confirmations. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, anyway, here it is. The eShop Roundup. Yeah. Yeehaw. We've got, uh, starting off the physical releases, um, nothing for Wii U, as you can imagine, but for the Nintendo 3DS, we have uh, a reprise of an older game, Animal Crossing New Leaf Welcome Amiibo. Um, Woo! This strange little thing coming out to, I guess, pump some life back into the, the Animal Crossing wheels here, and uh, uh-huh. with that new patch update that we got not too long ago. Um, I mean, it makes sense. They don't have really a, a huge you know, Christmas title, per se, really. I mean, obviously Pokemon, right. but, you know, a, a, a nice little $20 boost where, you know, a parent might say, oh, like, what's this, you know? Uh, oh, they can use their Amiibo? Cool, let's let's do it, you know? Exactly. And like you said, it's 1999. I mean, like, man, if I didn't have this game and I got a 3DS and it's like, oh, man, like, what a no-brainer. Like, that's such a good deal. The funny thing to me is like Animal Crossing came out at thirty four ninety nine. I don't know if you remember that. Yep. But um, and I always thought that was so strange because it was like if any game I'm gonna play full price for, it's gonna be Animal Crossing. And then they even did the Happy Home Designer, and that came out at forty. Yeah. Which yeah, <laughs> so which was so like weird. A, such a limited game in comparison. Yeah, yeah. And then just this this thing that is the Animal Crossing New Leaf Welcome Amiibo and it's the same game and you can get the same exact thing on your 3DS. It's nothing, you can just download it, but it's like a repackage. It's just so weird. Like, what a weird thing. You know, they're gonna get those crazy collectors who like uh, different variants of each game and they're, they're gonna sell some copies because if there's a crazy crazy fan base that you know absolutely love love that game it's animal crossing man the the people roll deep for animal crossing and i think the happy home designer actually did well so yeah i mean i played it but i i got it with the you got it with yeah the 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 new smaller d uh 3ds 3DS. bundle thing yeah but it was with one of your new 3ds yeah god (laughs) yeah that was one of those games where i don't i wouldn't i would have never bought it alone but it was one where it was fun to mess around with and it's uh, it's promising for the future of Animal Crossing. With although I guess they didn't they add that in the patch like uh, yeah yeah so. yeah they add, I still haven't used it. Oh well, it's I, so much better than I uh, yeah like I pushing just, and pulling and turning. I'm so ready for a new Animal Crossing game. I just there's something Switch like, man. It's gonna it's gonna come. Oh, I it's love just that. it's just a matter of how soon. Yes, but uh. Yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to the uh, Wii U eShop. Um, we have, for the for the original Wii U downloads, uh, they had this uh, little app, I'd call. It's called SDK Spriter. Um, it's twelve fifty, which is a really weird price. <laughs> it's pr- yeah, it seems like a lot of money for an app thing, you know? Uh, or do I you, mean... I, I didn't really look too much into it, but... 
Unless if it's it, more full-fledged, then... Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you can make sprite-based characters, uh, and I think that they, they can animate. Um, and they don't don't hold me to it. I think though, I think they talked about that, like five frames of animation or, or something like that. And you can make tiles and even maps, and levels and stuff. And you can export them in a in a file that you can actually use. So, I mean, it's kind of cool because this is like what I was talking about with the uh, the touch screen on the Wii U. Is it capacitive? Is that the word um, I was looking for? I think that's the one that where it doesn't use like or is that or is that what iPhones have I, I, I'm terrible everyone, with all that everyone knows what I'm yeah. talking about though the one it has a screen that you use a stylus on <laughs> and a real one not a stupid rubber tipped one <laughs> but um but uh it uh I, it would be great I think this would be great like it's it's a relatively big screen I I am designing uh, characters for a game right now and uh, I use my iPad and I wish I could use a style, a real stylus. Yeah, that would, so yeah. I, who knows? I might, if I can figure it out, I might get pick this up. It's kind of cool. So, uh, yeah. Then, then we've got a game called Tesla Punk, nine ninety nine, a two D shoot 'em up, fast paid uh, arcade style uh, gameplay, from what I gather. Yeah, this is a pretty colorful, and uh, you know, it's just, it's exactly, it's very fast just like all shooters are i mean it's just uh, or shoot 'em ups i mean you know it just yeah that's just how they that's just how they roll isn't it <laughs> yeah it looks cool though i mean yeah visually it looks cool yep and that and yeah you said it was 9.99 yep that right? one's 9.99 yep and then we also have this fun little funny little game called uh bridge constructor playground this game does look pretty cool yeah, and here's a quote from them. It offers people of all ages an introduction to the topic of bridge building. <laughs> and, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, it's a good introduction to the topic, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Bringing it but, in, yeah. you know, I, my best friend is a, is a mechanical engineer, and <laughs> I know that there are tons of people that love the topic of bridge building. I mean, they are and, pretty uh, cool. I live, like, my, actually, my other friend his dad designed bridges and like would tell me about these like interstate bridges that he designed and stuff <laughs> see so. that bridge right over there yeah I made, but it's I also it. like a it's a game it's a game and you build bridges and test them with cars and whatnot so uh yes yeah, pretty cool so maybe, i mean it actually looks cool like i don't know if, the, if that sounds like if if like the physical like the, the physics, the physics yeah. yeah like if that interests you which that's a big thing now so um yeah, check it out. At least check it out. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. Uh, yeah, that might be one of those games if I get like an eShop card, like for Christmas or something. Be like, hmm, you know, I, I might check that out. Sure, sure. Then we got some actually some good offerings on the virtual console this week for actually for all the for both systems, but for the Wii U we've got uh, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, which is. Uh, those retail at nine ninety nine, and that's actually a remake of the very first uh, game with Marth. Yeah, this is the DS game that came out. Oh, when did that come out? Two thousand nine ish, two thousand eight. Was it that Something late? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. I think it was pretty late. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. One of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, sometime. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever played that game? <laughs> Uh, I haven't actually, which is so weird. I have not played that game, so I, I don't know. 
I, like I said, I'm kind of fire emblemed out. Um, I, it's not that I, I love the games. I just, you know, I, I have them at my disposal, and I've played them a lot. I've played the, like, the other ones, the Game Boy Advance ones, and uh, and the... Uh, the 3DS? Uh, Awakening. Yeah. Awakening is awesome. So I just, you know, I... And I, I'm at the point where I just I would rather get the DS version. Yeah, you know, um, honestly, on on the Wii U. So well, I was gonna say honestly, going back, if like, I feel like Awakening and Fates has like sort of evolved the the franchise in a new direction. So like, going back might be a little, little tedious for some, you know. Mm, hmm, maybe. Like, because I feel maybe. like you're not gonna have the social aspects. I, I mean, I've I had yeah. the game. I haven't played it I don't in so like long. Social aspects. Uh, so, so maybe be more up your alley then. I yeah, I think so. I mean, like, because I mean, I played through Awakening without any of that. So you didn't have any I, children? I, uh, I think I, one of them got married, but I thought it was part of the story. Like, I didn't. No, I'm pretty sure you. That was all you're doing, bro. <laughs> but uh, oh, may, yeah, maybe in, maybe in Awakening there was one like, I don't know, but um, yeah. But then uh, I, I have gone back and played the original Fire Emblem, and I've loved it. So Yeah, so this might actually be more up your alley. But like you said, if you're going to do it, you and me, you, everyone knows we're suckers for the physical copy. So Yeah, well, it's also the portability, mm-hmm. you know. But you See, like Switch will solve all these problems if they have, you know, that kind of a... If, I don't, probably won't be able to do DS games, but who knows, you know? Maybe. With with all these portable games, it's just everything makes so much more sense. But we'll get into the Switch in a little bit. So then we also uh, have uh, one of your favorites for uh, the yeah. Wii Metroid Other yeah. M. I was talking this game up last week. You know what is so funny? Like, I was uh, I was at uh, Walmart uh, over the weekend, and I they had like that a, is funny. They had a whole stack of uh, Other M's. <laughs> Yeah, and I, yeah, and I was like, mm, I might buy it, and I price checked, and it was thirty bucks. So I was like, Oh my goodness! I was like, You know what? I can honestly, I could get this on. I'm pretty sure on eBay for like yeah. ten or fifteen, and they actually they had uh, Rhythm Heaven as well, and that was fifteen, and I almost bought it, but then I was like, Casey, it's almost Christmas time. Why are you wasting money on yourself? I remember. So that came out. And I think in the September or October, something like that. But I remember it. It might have been that year, but or, or the next year. I remember at Black Friday at Target, I was like standing in line, and I remember looking over and seeing that in a bin for five dollars, just stacks of these for five bucks. Oh, should have bought them all. Oh man, I wanted to, but I was like, I'm not gonna buy it again because I have it. Yeah. You know? But I was just like, I was just like. I wanted to like preach to everyone, like everyone, like for five dollars. Like, this game is so good, like, like this should not be sold for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, uh, like I said, I almost picked it up, and if it wasn't Christmas time, I probably would have. But yeah, uh, and just fair warning, which we should make a list of I demand you games that are because I don't know what you played, right? Mm-hmm. But this this would be a contender if you don't play it, so. All right, yeah. We, we'll have but, to make uh, a little database. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it for the Wii U. Uh, some good offerings there. Good week last week. Yeah, I was going to say, pretty, uh, overall, uh, i give that a thumbs up. And, of course, the way we record podcasts, like, today you're listening, it, there's a new batch. It, so it's like, kind of stinks because it's Yeah, we're last a week, week late, but... but... 
The nice thing is, is if you didn't catch it last week and you're catching it this week, you can hear what came out last week. I mean, at least you're keeping you updated, right? So, uh, but let's move on to the 3DS uh, eShop. Uh, there is one download game and one virtual console game. Uh, the download game is Galaxy Blaster. Uh, it's one of those buck 49 games, mm. which you know, <laughs> we've covered a lot. Uh, just a really simple, simple shooter game. So check it out if that sounds, you know, the budget yeah, little Nice game. little small uh, bite-sized experience. And then what did we get? On the uh, you, I think you got room to talk. Yeah, this for, is for the uh, next one. This is actually it's so funny. So the other day when we were thinking about um, games to play, I, I was like, oh, do I want to play Pilot Wings for the Super Nintendo or do I want to play Demon's Crest? Because Demon's Crest has been on my uh, my to do list for quite some time. Actually, I, I bought Gargoyles Quest, meaning to buy Demon's Crest like a year ago. And I was like, well, crap. Oh. I mean, I, Gargoyle's Quest is fun, too, so I, I wasn't right, upset. Right, right. But So we've got Demon's Crest for the 3DS. Now, I almost purchased this last week for, for the Wii U. Wii U, and then I went with Pilot Wings, and then I saw this news, and I was like, oh, that's amazing, because I'd much rather play it on the go. You know, I could play it at work and whatnot. So, yeah, Demon's Crest, I ended up buying it. I haven't played it yet, but I'm probably going to start it this week so I can talk about it next week. Cool. I, I, you know, and we're not saying that Nintendo's listening to us talk about games, <laughs> and then releasing them in a couple days after that. But but I'm just, they got us booked. You know. That's pretty much what happened. They know. Yeah. That's why I got right. that switch email, dude. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> yes. Uh, Casey got one of those emails to come play the switch early, and so we're patiently waiting. Yeah. We're uh, we're not for, so for patiently. The, for the update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not exactly. But yeah, uh, Demon's Crest Super Nintendo Virtual Console on 3DS, it, and it looks great. So, so uh, yeah, the 3DS is always emulation. good. But that'll do it for the uh, eShop Roundup. Eehaw! The eShop Roundup. Eehaw! So now, let's get into the news. And, we, and we've uh, got some good rumors yeah, so exactly what you said last week, and I quote, actually I don't quote, but <laughs> you said you said that you're gonna we're gonna start hearing a lot of rumors about Switch, and I was think when you said that I was like ah like I don't know like I was just like I mean I I don't know how you know that, but you do know that because like the the morning after like yeah I think it was Wednesday morning after we yeah. got done <laughs> hours after we got done they announced or. The big rumor from a lot of people saying GameCube Virtual Console on Switch. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I don't know if if I could have gotten better news. I am so excited at the idea of this. Uh, so, I mean, like, we don't know anything. We don't even know if it's... If it, is happening you know it's it's kind of set it's kind of scary to speculate a lot about something that that uh might not happen but we are like i think we're like 99 percent sure yeah we have on good uh, we've been hearing some rumblings with uh from people who who we believe to have some good sources um saying that they think that this is true and you know, they they were talking about Super Smash, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing as being titles, and I mean those three right there. 
even if they didn't release any other, which would be like, wow. I mean, Smash... So you remember, I, I, I like, have not played Melee. Ugh. And it's just like, <laughs> how perfect, right, and, for me? And like, here's the... Portably... The important thing, I think, with Smash would be if they can do the emulation where it's, like, flawless, where they don't change any of the game mechanics or anything, and it's everything's the same... That would be huge for the Smash community, you know, the competitive Smash community, because mm-hmm. they're right now, you know, for any given tournament, they need to get, you know, a ton of CRT TVs to play on. Um, if you're able to get it running smoothly on emulation on the, the Switch, th- that opens up the door, I guess, of playing on HD TVs, I'd imagine. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know the, the super intricates of all that. But if they get it running for that, I don't think there should be any problem. Now, that also brings up the problem, like, will there be some sort of GameCube um, connector? You know, will we be able to use the GameCube controller? I was just going to say that. The Wii U connector for Smash 4. Yeah, that's what I've I've heard Uh, a little bit about, too. They could plug that into the Switch, right? Yeah, that would be huge. I mean, and just... Cause the and then you could play all GameCube games with original controllers. Oh, Jesus, man! I, I freaking hope so. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be? I just thought. Of, I mean, man. I mean, and then there's also the possibility of the funny, funky-looking uh, GameCube Joy-Cons that they could do. I really could see that happening. Um, yeah. It seems like it'd be something that. I mean, to me, I felt like I've got the idea that the Joy-Cons are supposed to be not cheap in like in quality but inexpensive to make you know so hopefully mm-hmm. they can you know if you could get a gamecube two jo- uh gamecube joy cons you know for each side for 20 bucks you know that'd be freaking insane and then oh, man. then all of yeah. a sudden say you've got like um like a gamecube one uh gamecube obviously but like even if you could go back to like a n64 i mean i guess that'd be pretty similar to like a normal one but if it had like the c buttons you know right right and you know the funny thing, if you have those GameCube Joy-Cons, you could probably have like the GameCube one on the right or the left, you know, and then just have like the normal Joy-Con on one other side and it would look hilarious, <laughs> you know. But uh, I mean this, you know, this kind of puts into the idea of analog triggers. Uh, this is one of the funniest things to me because it almost makes no difference in my life analog triggers i don't see because yeah, i mean I, I i don't personally ever see what difference it makes for me uh like the only thing i can think of is and this is so funny is like there's like a little thing on arkham knight where you're powering up a battery with your with your car thing mm-hmm. and you have to hold it like it's like a little mini game and you have to hold it at a certain angle but it's like otherwise i don't it's weird analog triggers are a huge deal to a lot of people so i think it must be a something yeah some people yeah make a big stink over it but you know you got me i mean (laughs) i mean i can't think of any the only other thing i can think of is on gamecube is on uh sunshine where you hold it down a little to walk around with the with the the flood Mm-hmm. You can walk around and spray it, or you press it all, and then it sprays by itself. Like by, you can move it. So, who knows, man? I I just uh, uh that's something to think about. I don't know if they're gonna emulate or something, but 
the other thing I was thinking was multiplayer support for GameCube Virtual Console on Switch. It's such an interesting prospect of multiplayer on Switch. Because, like, you can assume that the NES games on the Virtual Console are going to be two-player everywhere you go. Because you'll have two NES, you know, the Joy-Cons are like little Yeah, literally little NES controllers, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's just so interesting to me. It's like, so, so what if you're playing together and or on the go and you have a pro controller with you in your bag you know and you take out you you dock you you take the kickstand out you take the joy cons off one of you has you know a, a full controller and one of you have hey you could even have that little the little sad puppy dock <laughs> to put on with you you know and just use it as a little thing and play t- t- melee like oh it would be that would awesome be insane or or if or if you'll be if you know are you going to be able to connect two switches like together to play multiplayer gamecube games that's interesting because from the trailer obviously you're going to be able to do that with new games but i wonder if they would go as far as um you know putting that kind of functionality into the vc games i guess it really sort of depends on how the system connects if it's more on a system level or game level right and I could see, right? See, they have precedent for this. They have done this with their other virtual console games on 3DS. So, there are games like NES games that you can down, you can do download play with a friend and play multiplayer. Yeah, so maybe that is a good sign then. So, and I'm thinking if they come up with a system at launch and have this idea the whole time, you know, maybe there's a way to emulate or to I mean, I'm assuming maybe there's a download play. Maybe that's just the. Maybe that's the. But see, the thing is, downloading a whole GameCube game from another system, like. Yeah, but if you think about it, GameCube games really weren't that big. They weren't. I mean, they I were, don't think so. Like they had to be like. I mean, they could couldn't they have been like up to like 500 megabytes or a gig even like. I don't. I don't that, think that's they. That's a lot. The GameCube disc is a 1.5 gigabyte disc. Okay, so it looks like Smash Brothers, at least a ROM, which is the original game, so I'd imagine it's similar on disc, is just under a gig. Right. So I guess so that, that is right I guess that is a lot to to transfer. I mean, you got if they're one one and a half gig discs, and a, and a lot of games had two discs, so you know what I mean. So who knows what? Or maybe you just have to own the game yeah. to play two player. Maybe that's just as simple as that. That, that would probably make the most sense. Yeah. But, I mean, or, or like I said, you know, it, I, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to just do two-player um, on the go. Four-player on the go. Oh, yeah. on this, If you were to use the same Switch, uh, the same Switch, I was going to say gamepad, but I guess it is just the Switch, then, yeah, I would totally have one game. And then, like you said, I wonder if they would have some sort of configuration where, um, like each Joy-Con you could still... I mean, because Smash, I feel like you you could probably play on, like, if you really had to play on, like, a Super Nintendo controller, like, I feel like all the buttons are there, you know? Like, it'd be a little different. But, like, if you could play, like, a full configuration on one Joy-Con, then you pretty much, like you said, you, you've always got two-player at least at your disposal. And then if you bring, like, a Wii yeah, U I mean, I get, I... game you know a, a pro controller i guess you're right i mean i, I guess you could even do it on a because it's really it's the the 
like a jump button, attack button, a special button, and then a shield. And then, like, obviously your directional pad. Or the analog stick. Well, shield and then your dodge, right? Yeah, but I guess, you know, you could, like, like oh, you gotta hold A and, and R to shield or something, you know? I don't know. They could probably get know. around it. But I th- but there's there are two there are two shoulder buttons though. Yeah. So yeah, it's there. That's true. So and then I guess the last thing about the GameCube Virtual Console is if it is, do you think it'll be at launch? <sighs> I don't know, man. I freaking hope so. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say it is at launch, and they will have. Well, here's the thing. I think if they have, like, a Smash Wii U port, like, enhanced port, I don't think they have Melee at launch. Because, you know what I mean? It, it seems like it'd be weird to be like, get you know, go out and buy our Smash uh, Smash 4 for the Switch. Or you could be, buy Melee on the Virtual Console for way less, you know? Yeah. But okay. I think, I th- I don't know. I'm thinking yes on Virtual Console GameCube at launch. I, I'm not going to say which game is games are launched though. Gotcha. Do you think do you think it'll be I think that it will. Yeah. I mean, why not? And I or 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 it's announced. So either it is and I th- I could totally see if they're going for the which I mean you can see what they're what age group they're targeting it already. Yeah. Which is the I grew up with the GameCube mm-hmm. uh, age. I could see the Indigo themed purple Joy Cons. You know what I mean? I could see it. Oh as a, yeah, that would be awesome. A thing, which I would always have on my Switch. Yeah, even if that. I wasn't. Yeah. And th- but here and then this is my prediction is I think that it, that will happen and it will come with a purple. Sad puppy doc, uh, an, an indigo one, and and the thing is, is you know, like if if that thing is comfortable, okay, which I I don't see why it wouldn't be. It looks comfortable to me. Yeah, I think it will be. Would you rather have? Would you rather have a pro controller, like buy another one, or buy a set of Joy Cons? You know, when they act the same, and you can actually use the Joy Cons for two controllers. I'd probably just keep the Joy-Cons, but th- that's coming from a guy who doesn't have a Wii U Pro Controller. I use the GamePad, well, so... I, but, I mean, you, let's say you want to do multiplayer. Are you going to buy another Pro Controller? Okay. Or are you going to buy another set of Joy-Cons? You know? Uh, I, honestly, off the bat, I'd probably buy the Pro Controller just so I have one of each. Exactly. Well, see, me too. Like, I'm definitely getting a Pro Controller. Um, but then let's but say after that point, an, for another a step further, though. <laughs> yeah, for a third one. Honestly, which it, if if you had multiple people, you know, you know that you played with, like you said, it'd probably make more sense because you're tech, you're getting two controllers for the price of one, assumably, it, you know. Yeah, and you're getting a replacement. You know, like you're getting more portable replacements. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just see when I thought of that, I was like, you know what? I could see them selling this, the GameCube one, and it having a D pad, and then there you go. You know, yeah. or whatever. So well, we'll see. I mean, the good thing is Nintendo has never screwed up the Virtual Console before, so I'm sure they're going to do very well with the uh, the Switch, right? Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you played that so well. Well, yeah. fingers crossed, man. I really hope that they nail it and 
that you know the virtual console is uh, robust in that launch. But time will yep. tell. I mean, we will probably find out in less than a month. So that's right. So let's move on in the news. Uh, why don't you take the next one? Well, we've got some depressing news coming out of Platonic. Kinda. Kind of. Um, kind of. Uh, the ukulele, the Platonic, the guys from uh, Rare that are making the uh, new game ukulele, they have canceled the Wii U um, edition, which honestly was... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, you know, here's the thing. I was really looking forward to... <laughs> To buying ukulele for $8 at the Target clearance, the physical version on Wii U. Yeah, you know? that would have been nice. And that's just looking like it's not going to happen anymore. So, you know what I mean? Like, I I am not totally a huge Rare fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, like like 3D, pla- like Don- like 3D platformers, like Donkey Kong 64. Well, I played for the first yeah. time when it came out on the Virtual Console. And that's, you know. You poor you know. son of a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I'm glad I bought it because I've always been so interested in it. Yeah, it's one but, of those and, almost like it's so divisive and weird that like you have to play it for yourself at least once or at least yeah. at least give it a fair yeah. shake. Yeah, and but even, and this is just me and I not, nothing against it, but even like uh banjo kazooie and mario 64 they're just not, not my favorite things mm-hmm. you, mo- you monster you monster you monster sunshine although I, my favorite I can thing. agree with you on that sunshine's awesome yeah but uh so i i didn't back the kickstarter and honestly uh this just brings up a, a something i've been thinking about lately which is kickstarter is i to me i don't think it's a good uh good use for game development yeah, to be honest with you, I feel like it had that um, little rise to fame, if you will, sort of pretty much with like Ukulele and Bloodstained and Mighty Number no. Nine, and then I think as people Shovel Knight, yeah, I, I forget that Shovel Knight was uh, it, a Kickstarter. See, I know, but because they actually did yeah. it right. Um, but yeah, I think with people seeing like how Mighty Number no. Nine is gone and. Um, even bloodstained with their delays and and not ukulele has by by all purposes seems like they're actually following through with everything they've promised and they seem like they're doing it right sort of along the lines of shovel knight and they and they did seem to plan it correctly yeah. like they knew what they were doing you know they didn't promise it in a short time span yeah no right? it seems so. like they're they're not in it to make a buck they're in it to make it because this is a passion project. This is something they right. want to do. You know, this is something they right. love to do. So, I think when you have people who care, you know, and and put that kind of time and effort in, you're going to get a good product. And like I said, I think with Mighty Number no. Nine, I think maybe it started with uh, the idea of making some money more than making a good game. Yeah, Mighty Number no. Nine dollars. Yep. But I tell you what, episode two. <laughs> it's a good one. If you want, if you want thoughts on that game. Um, but the good news is they have announced uh, on Twitter that they're working with Nintendo f- to make a Switch version. Um, now, I think the Switch port will probably be c- like after um, you know the other versions release, which I believe was April 11th was the date. But you never know. They said uh, more details to come, so maybe you know on the January at January 12th um, direct, maybe we'll hear some word 
And you know, who knows? Maybe <laughs> you mean presentation. Presentation, excuse me. I keep wanting to say direct, <laughs> and I know that's not right, but it just doesn't sound right. Interesting they're not using that word, though. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they're moving away. Who knows? It could be. I think that was kind of a Wattis thing, right? Yeah, so. I actually, I watched clips of it one before, and it was just, it was so nice to see him, you know? Oh. I'm here to direct to you, and he, like, points to the camera. Directly. You know? <laughs> yep. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. No, that's fine. Uh, well, it's, you're thinking maybe it could be a good uh, lead into our next thing about the uh, the presentation, and uh, we we got a time, and it's a sort of a weird time. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, I think it makes sense. Not that weird. I think right. I mean, this this isn't. It, it's not a. It's not just a video they're showing. They're showing a presentation. And it's a media thing in Japan, right? Yeah, and they have hands-on and stuff afterwards. No, yeah, so we, we luck out, but the people in the UK, I think I read it's four a.m. their time. Yeah. So, sort of, sort of strange, but hey, just get super yeah. hyped up early in the morning. <laughs> Honestly, like, let's see, eight. So it's gonna be what is it? It's what, what time did you say? Ten and eleven? Is that what you said? I believe it is um, Pacific time. Yeah. yeah. So ten and eleven. Yep. Yeah. For us, so. That's actually kind of perfect for me. <laughs> for me, yeah. I it's mean, like I get like the whole day, and then I can get, be, I'll be able to get to sleep afterwards instead of anticipating it in the morning. Yeah, and we can uh, we can get our show going on and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and tell. So we got uh, our plan is is to have that's a Thursday. It's a Thursday night. Is that yeah. It, well, originally we thought it would be a Thursday morning, just how the directs normally come out. So. It, it, it'll be a little different instead of um, I mean I think we'll have to let's see if we record it Thursday night it'll probably be up Friday morning yeah yep so it'll be a day late but it'll be fresh on the topic of uh, all the switch goodness so I think yep. that's what people are going to want to listen to that weekend not just uh, in a world where the direct didn't happen yet we'll see that would be cool uh, with uh, ukulele if that's a you know, if they're really working. So, the hopefully we'll have that episode up for your bright and early Friday morning, and then right after it goes up, hopefully I'll be uh, on a train into the city because Nintendo has started to invite um, select my Nintendo members to play the Switch early, and I got the preliminary email. I got it this afternoon, and I was like, oh my god. And I was thinking, I'm like, is this something that, like, a ton of people got, you know? Because what it was is, um, here, I can read it to you. Mm -hmm. Dear my Nintendo member, to thank you for being a loyal fan, we'd like to offer you a chance to try the Nintendo Switch system before it's released. Look for an email from Eventbrite uh, for full details, and be sure to register right away to save your spot. Availability of tickets are on a first-come-first-serve basis. Thanks again, and have fun. So, I got that this really? afternoon. Yeah, and I was like, oh my goodness. So, it seems like they're going to, what's it, uh, five major cities. Um, you you got a list of them, right? Yeah, uh, New York from January 13th through the 15th. Um, Washington, D.C. from February 10th to the 12th. There's a little gap there. <laughs> like uh, That's crazy, right? And then Chicago, February 17th to the 19th. Um, Los Angeles, February 24th to the 26th, and then San Francisco, March 3rd to 5th, which I just realized that's not good news because 
We were hoping, I was hoping it was coming out March 3rd to 5th. Yeah, I was just going to say. So that we could have our Switches at PAX. Yep, we will not, we will have to do, uh, we'll, we'll be hyping up ourselves that weekend. That's Unless right. if it comes, could you imagine it came out the 10th? That would probably be the worst thing ever, just because of being in Boston and pre-orders and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like it's waiting at home. Yeah, I, I, like, sorry, Perry, we better cancel this trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or send it to the hotel. Yeah. Oh god. Let's just hope it's the seventeenth. Um, which which would be hilarious. But yeah, so it seems like uh the January thirteenth to fifteenth in the city. I know that was the media one was going to like when they talked about um, that there'd be a media presentation, like a, a smaller version of what's happening in Japan. So that seems to be what's happening in New York. So hopefully, man, I really hope I get that, that next email and I can get in there because that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. It'd be cool to be able to come on the show and talk about it too, some hands-on. Yeah, I have would love to hear what you think of that system so that's it for the news i mean there's a bunch of other stuff we could talk about but we don't got no time for that well yeah so i was gonna say the good thing with all these rumors is it writes the the news section by itself you know it's barely even have to do any digging yep uh but something we do have time for is another christmas story uh, this one's from Luby NTR and uh, Casey. Why don't you read it? Waking up Christmas morning and seeing that my parents saved up all year to buy my sister and I an N64. We played Diddy Kong Racing the entire day. The game will always remind me of Christmas. And that's actually a nice little uh, segue, isn't it? Yes, because that might be a game that is featured in the very first I Demand You segment. And a game we will get into after a quick little break. With the first installment of I Demand You. I Demand You. And Perry, I demanded that you play Diddy Kong Racing. favorites and a game that somehow I don't know how you did not ever play this game that's right so so uh, the reason I didn't play this game one I have never heard of it <laughs> now I, like I never heard of it like back on when the 64 was there like I said I wasn't like in the in the know I, uh, you were a loser, is pretty much. I was a loser. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Understandable. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still am. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I was a Mario Kart person, and I remember finding out, like, just a few years ago about this game. I mean, probably like five or six years ago. And being like, what? Like, there's another kart racer, like a Nintendo kart racer on the 64, and it's made by Rare, and it's like, and it's Diddy Kong, like, that's so weird. Like, why? Like, what a weird thing. Because I just had never heard of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and and I was like, my whole opinion of it 
was well there's no way it's as good as mario kart like i just know rare Mm -hmm. like like it's probably different and it has some cool ideas but i I, probably the aesthetic isn't good and i probably wouldn't like it and i don't know i i just i it was just like it was never like fully on my attention and then i heard people talk about it it's like yeah i need to play that sometime but luckily we had this beautiful segment where i made you i just i had to (laughs) you you had demanded so uh, but I, I, I really want to know, like, why, uh, why did you want me to play it? This is one of my favorite N64 games, and probably my favorite kart racer of all time. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I loved uh, Mario sixty, uh, Mario Kart sixty four back in the day. You know, a, a ton of fun, and you know, I still enjoy like Double Dash, and you know, I, I really like Mario Kart eight and all that, and they're all great games. But you know, to me, just Diddy Kong was perfect. Um, the the mix of having you know multiple types of uh, vehicles. You know you've got your your planes, your hovercrafts, and the cart to vary up. Um, you know the gameplay, and it, and it's I I felt it was fun to do. Um, like you could play a track three different ways, and that you could see you know where when you're flying, some things don't come into play. You know, but when you're driving or you're on the hovercraft, all of a sudden you have new obstacles. And vice versa, you know, like there's arches and stuff in the planes where it don't really come into play aside from, you know, aesthetic point of view. Um, and just the, the the whole story of it and how it played out and, you know, like there was a little hub world that you drive around in to get from place to place and you can just mess around in there. And to me, it was just, a, you know, one of my favorite games and, you know, it's a game I like to go back on every once in a while. I played a little bit actually earlier today in uh, preparation, so you know I could have a, a little fresh uh, opinion on it. And mm-hmm. it's just I don't know. To me, it was so much fun, and uh, you know, it's a crime that Rare ended up you know going to Microsoft, and we never got to see a, a Diddy Kong two. Or actually, I believe there was a sequel uh, in at maybe the early planning states, like Donkey Kong Racing. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a trailer for it. Yeah, so. I mean, it's a shame we never got to see that because who knows where the uh, the series could have evolved. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's go ahead and just dive right in uh, into the gameplay. I thought that's a good place to start. Uh, I am assuming that there are probably people like me that haven't played this game and don't know too much about it. But, uh, yeah, there are, like, three different ways. Uh, they kind of pulled the Mario Kart 7 uh a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah like 15 years before mario kart 7 came out uh so uh you got your normal kart racing and it's funny uh i didn't realize the drifting is kind of weird but you can drift like uh just like mario kart but it's a little different uh it plays actually kind of more like super nintendo mario kart mm-hmm. like and the and the game boy advance one actually a lot uh it kind of feels like that and uh it's it's nice. It doesn't have that charge boost, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it kind of just makes it so you don't lose speed while you're turning. Uh, so it's a good advanced technique. I played through half of the game without knowing I could do it. So <laughs> well, I, yeah. I tried it, and for some reason I just didn't feel like it did anything. Yeah, it definitely helps with taking the turns, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then there's also the hovercraft. Which is weird, but cool. It is weird, and playing it now it reminds me so much of wave race it feels like wave race a lot yeah you're very yeah um, because now because it's kind of cool because you can go like suddenly when you're on this hovercraft 
you can go in the water <laughs> you can go on top of it and and it feels really uh, uh, it's like if uh, if Mar it's like if Mario was the kart racer then it's Luigi is is the uh, is the uh, hovercraft <laughs> uh, you know it's just loose it's slippery you know? yeah it's slippery 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 and it's not bad and then the instead of drifting you kind of have a nice sharp turn uh, yeah you can turn on a dime yeah which is awesome so I it's it's different it's not super different from the like it's not well, I mean it's pretty different from the kart racing it feels way different you know yeah uh, you also I like, can't reverse. Uh, that's what I did notice, but you can just turn around completely. Like, and you, you can, can just turn. You can jump like, too. Like 360 degrees in your hovercraft and then just, you know, go forward. But there's no reverse. Yeah. Um, you can do little hops too. And the uh, third thing that you can do uh, is you can fly a plane, which is really cool because it's like, okay, now I can go anywhere in the level. And, I mean, I can just fly. It's just, it's really a weird feeling. It's like, okay, suddenly the terrain and all the obstacles are not a thing, you know? And there's, I mean, most of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah. with hills and the, you know, gravel that's not the, the main road, you know? Becomes, yeah. like you said, it comes obsolete. But then they do throw in some new things with, like, the the trees, like, become more of an issue, you know, with clipping the trees. Oh, of course. Or and, the... And the like they'll have little underpasses you have to go under, you know. Yeah, and uh, there's also like uh, a big part of this game is the speedy things that you drive over. The boosts. Uh, the boosts, yeah, and uh, and there's they have like little cil- like little cylinder air boosts that you can fly through, you know, like Star Foxy uh, instead, li- and and you can also drive on. You can fly to the ground and use the ground boost. Yeah, well. that, I thought that was cool too. To- if, yeah. you're, if you're really tricky. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you know yep. how to get the super boost? Uh, I mean, do you mean the balloons? No. Like, when you're going, like, how to get the most uh, boost when you go over those boost pads or through the boost no. circle. If you actually let go of the gas button right as you're going to go over it, you end up getting a better boost. What? Yeah, so instead like it so when you're driving and you're right about to hit it, you let go of A and you get a, a, a better boost and you get like a almost like a rainbowy exhaust at the end and uh, that <laughs> in- indicates that you've got like the the best boost off it. Okay. Well, you couldn't have told me that, could you? Oh no, I had to figure it out for myself. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I was actually curious cuz I mean, honestly, I don't remember how I found out whether it was uh, one of my brother's friends or my brother or someone tell me back in the day, you know, I, or who knows, maybe right. I read somewhere, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was going to see if maybe you picked up on that and, uh, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm just, honestly, I was, uh, amazed by this game, by, uh, how well all three of the styles of, of racing, how well they worked and how they, well they worked with each other um, and the levels and everything. I just, it was, it's very fun. So, um, uh, and in the, I, so I'm playing the DS version. I, I don't know if we said that before. They, they, we'll talk more history, but they, they remade it. Rare made a DS game. Uh, yeah, weird. Which is, yeah, it's so weird seeing their logo. But uh, this one, and I'm I'm 
I don't know if there's an equivalent of this mode in the 64 one, but there is a first person like touch collectathon uh, mode in the campaign. Uh, so this is like a completely different, you know, you're not racing, you're just collecting. Have you, is this in, have you played that before? Um, honestly, that sounds like it was a, a DS version exclusive. I, that doesn't ring a bell. Uh, I mean, I, honestly, I haven't played through like a full campaign of uh, Diddy Kong Racing um, in quite some right. time, but I, that you doesn't, do that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's uh, probably just a, a nice DS gimmick thrown in there. So, yeah, it it's actually so it's all touch it's a touch game and you're riding on on Taj's uh magic carpet. The big big Taj, elephant. Taj the big <laughs> elephant. Abracadabra. Well, it, well see, it's funny in the DS version they changed his voice actually. Um, oh, they did. In the in the like the N64 version, it's a very Indian like stereotypical like no. You know what I mean? Like, so yes. I, I guess they felt uh, they needed to change that up a little bit. Yeah, you can't you can't have the Indian elephant sound Indian. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so you could um, you should check that out. Like, just a YouTube. Well, that's video hilarious. Thing. Yes, that, yeah, that was a change. Yeah, so yours sounds more like a cowabunga dude. <laughs> Tubular, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, and 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 the the DS it. It has that funny little compressed sound. Yeah, to make it even uh, better. Yeah, so I just thought it was just so bizarre. I've always thought Rare is so bizarre. So, no, see, the the first one makes way more sense now. Like, it just, what a different character that makes it. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that, like you said, it's not like it was... Uh, it's not bad, bad at all. I, I or, or, like, making fun no. of the voice or anything. It's... Like you said, it seemed it just fit the character more. It seemed like, but yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. That's hilarious. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah, but uh, I would love to take a a music break and let's listen to one of the tracks. Uh, this one was your pick. Yep it uh, it actually goes along sort of with the the uh, the holiday spirit and the the theme. You know, we're going for with the the Christmas you know stories and whatnot so i felt like it was fitting and honestly it's a song where i've got a couple when i think back to diddy kong racing and this is one of them you know and what is it it is frosty village all right let's listen Like I said, for me personally, when I think Diddy Kong, it, it does actually bring me back to like a, a wintry Christmas feel, you know, when I remember playing it. I mean, I've always played it throughout my the NES or the N64 lifespan, but those first strongest memories are, are going through like Frosty Village and around Christmas time, it's cold out and I'm, you know, over winter break playing and it's just it encapsulates the the time period perfect for me and honestly David Wise is just w one of the the best you know best out there you know it, it seemed yeah. like everything he touches has you know top notch music yeah he's pretty great uh 
definitely. Uh, he did Tropical Freeze. Oh, and another fantastic soundtrack, you know. I think I think the only one he didn't do is Returns, uh, and that's still an awesome soundtrack too. By the way, not taking anything away, but yeah, coming back for Tropical Freeze was pretty cool. Um, but speaking of the cool, you know, the 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 wintry levels and everything, let's talk about the levels. Uh, yeah, I I love the 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 frosty levels the the ice the four you know that that cup i guess yeah yeah it seems uh if i remember correctly it's broken down into like five little zones and they each have like a theme for instance like you said it's like uh the the snowy theme and there's uh what like four levels in each one so i think there's a total of 20 tracks yeah and then there's like i think there's i think there's there's desert theme which is great I love, and then there's a, a like the a dinosaur theme. one, right? Isn't there like yeah, yep, yep, that's the one, yep. Uh, they had like a futuristic, all fantastic. And yeah, it, it's cool to do like little pockets that are all somewhat similar in you know uh, appearance, but different track layouts and different things you have to deal with. Yeah, um, the just overall the levels are so cool. <laughs> I, I I love the levels. I think they are so fun. Um, on the DS, see, it really reminds me. The graphics on there really remind me of, of. And this is, might sound weird, but the Zelda Spirit Tracks. All right. Um, <laughs> going through like on the train, and uh, you know, like just kind of yeah, you because know, you know you have that feeling of moving through zones, and it just reminds me so much of that, and it gives me so many good feelings. I just love. I love Spirit Tracks. I love Phantom Hourglass so much. I love that that the polygonal, the the polygonal uh, DS N sixty four yeah stuff. Like I I love the look of polygons on DS. You know, it's just nostalgic and cool. Um, but getting into the the campaign and how it works. Uh, so there's an actual legitimate cool adventure mode on this game. So much better than yeah. Mario Kart single player. No, I mean it's literally there is no adventure in Mario Kart single player. Yeah, and there's yeah. nothing, and it and it makes me sick to think of it now. Like, I, why isn't there an adventure in Mario Kart? Who knows? It's so stupid. There in the DS, there's the challenges, which is cool. It's not like adventure, but it has the challenges. But this one, you in in uh, Diddy Kong Racing DS, uh, you have an open world it's this island and like you said you drive into these big doors and these big doors go into the separate little themed areas that have four other doors and you have to get balloons these Taj balloons or whatever they're called uh, that's kind of like the star uh, like just like a from Mario Galaxy like it's just like a star yeah it gates you from playing any level at you know you ha- there is a l- progression to get to the the later levels yeah. so like taj starts you off he meets you there and, and he says here let's i want you to to collect all these things for me and then i'll you know for in this time limit and then i'll give you the then you get the first balloon and that teaches you how to ride the it gets a little tutorial of how to drive the car hey dude i need you to get all my bar- balloons bro Abracadabra, <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> so he, so you do it. It's great. And then like you know you you go into 
the first door and the first door you need one balloon so oh i got one balloon well heck yeah let's go what a quinky then you need yeah then you need two for the next one then three you know and this goes on and you beat the world and the cool thing is you have to get one you have to get first in each race to get the balloon so you have to master it and uh it which not they're not super hard the races aren't crazy hard where uh but like you don't it, have to worry well about getting game and you, you don't have to worry so much about your skill level um like it, it, all you have to do is really learn the track and learn where the boosts are and that's kind of the one of the biggest things is learning where the boosts are um it, and it plays a little different from Mario Kart where it feels a lot different because uh, I feel like the at the the beginning, the beginning of the uh, of the race really kind of depends on catching up with everyone else. It's it's really important to to have a good start to the race, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to catch up. Yeah, there's there is no blue shell or you know star that's going to make you invincible. You know, and eight times faster than everyone else. Right, and we'll we'll get into the items, but, uh, yeah, uh, when you're playing the campaign, though, you gotta beat the, you know, you gotta finish first in the race, and then, see how it is on the DS one, is you unlock, so you get four, you get first in all four of the tracks in that themed little mini world thing, then you face the boss, which is a race, or, uh, it's usually a race, yeah. Yeah. And they're all a little different, little, little, just a little different, and uh, like they're they're big animals, and you gotta you know fin- you race them, uh, and then after that you unlock uh, those those uh, first person touch collectathons that I was telling you about for each of the levels, and you have to go and get a certain amount of skibbity bobbities and uh, <laughs> scoopy poopers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you'll get another balloon. So you go through all four of them again, and then uh, face the boss again in a harder mode, uh, and then you can attempt, and then, and only then, can you attempt the Grand Prix of that world, So, which, which is just like Mario Kart, where you play all four stages at once, and you're ranked when you win. You know, number one, you get nine points. Number two, you get, you know... Eight, seven points, whatever how it works, and then you try to get first, right? Or, or you just have to get like a bronze, silver, or gold. Yeah, you just got to place, then, and then you pass. Yep. So you do that for all of the worlds, um, and yeah, it's a fun little campaign. And then in between, then you you have these little challenges with Taj, like collect all these medals before I do, abracadabra, <laughs> and then and then you know it's just. And that's all out in the hub world, which in, is cool. Because yeah, then the hub world, now the hub world big. actually. Yeah, it isn't solely just, you know, to there's get from secrets. point A to B. Yeah, there's, there is purpose yeah, within fun. the world. Yeah, and then and then the, the cool thing that happens, that's, which I thought was really cool, is like I was in the second world, and, you know, it's like 12. You need 12 balloons for this one. You need 13. But then you need 18, and it's like, what? Yeah, it's a big jump. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, I don't have 18 balloons, like, you know. It's like, oh, I gotta go find a different place and start doing working on stuff there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
So then you f- you're bouncing you're around. You're exploring because I don't know where to go, and you're exploring the island. It's like this is awesome. Like it's fun, and the island is really cool. And yeah, so really cool. I mean, why in the heck does Mario Kart not have something like this? Just boggles me, and I really hope they do something like this. Like maybe that could be like the Switch one, where it's like Mario Kart Eight, but there's a story mode. You know, and I know that's. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it doesn't even have to be anything extraordinarily deep. You know, it's like, like I I don't think that the story per se in Diddy Kong Racing is like groundbreaking or anything, but it's just such, it's so refreshing for a kart racer to have that kind of adventure, you know? And 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 it really, I don't think, would be that hard-pressed for Nintendo to whip something up that would be fun and and just breathe, you know, some, uh, some new air into the Mario Kart uh, franchise, which, like I said, I still enjoy it, but I know there are people who, you know, are getting tired of like, okay, like we get our sixteen new uh, courses, and then we get our sixteen reprises, and you know, that's that. Right, right, which is amazing, but it's just, I feel like it would not be hard to do exactly what Diddy Kong did, and put challenges in these amazing levels that you create. I mean, you could just do so much, right? I mean, like. Think about the Moo Moo Meadows or whatever it's called in Mario Kart 8, which is your the remake, favorite. You know? <laughs> I, it's just so pretty, you know. Uh, you could do so much stuff like round up the cows or something. Like you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. there's so many things you could do or or and and turn it completely on its head where suddenly you're not racing and you're trying to do things. So imagine getting to just drive through the the Mushroom Kingdom, you know, just driving around leisurely. Like checking out the yes. sites, and then all of a sudden, yeah, then there's a, a race that you have to, you got to beat this person to, you know, the Princess Peach's castle, and you got to race there, and maybe there's eight different ways to get to the castle, and you know, there's traffic on one road, and it's better to go the other way, and or just, you know, yeah, things like that to just spice it up and change it a little bit. It just Something seems that like Rare did yeah. twenty years ago. You know, it's like, so, you know, I, I here I got it. Mario Kart Galaxy, Bim Bam Boom. You got your hub world, you know, and it, and you go around to the different places and, and there's challenges and that's that's your single player. It's not very hard, Nintendo. It, it would add so much, you know, just – and like I said, this – so – or what I was going to say is it took me – I finished the whole game. The, the the I got to the credits at five and a half hours. Um, that's pretty good great. for a kart racer, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and I was not bored at all. I was actually – I actually did that in about, let's see, I started, I, I did that in seriously like... Two days. <laughs> uh, I started one night, and then I played the whole next day, and then I beat it the morning after. So I played like like six hours like in like a day, basically. So Not bad. I, I, I got hooked. It was very fun. Now, I do have a question uh, for you. In comparison to Mario Kart, the item system, how did you feel about... I mean, I don't know, maybe touch on uh, what the yeah. item system is, and then, you know, did you like that a little bit better or worse, or...? Yeah, I, so cool, because the, the the huge difference is you know what item you're getting when you pick it up. More strategy you, comes into play. No, totally comes into play. It's so different. Like, imagine if in Mario Kart... You knew that there was a mushroom. You could either pick that mushroom to pick up, or you could pick the the bomb to pick up, you know. And then the cool thing, not only that, let's say you pick up a mushroom, 
which is uh, which is just a boost in this game. Uh, a blue balloon. If you don't use it, and then you pick up another one, it upgrades and it becomes a huge boost. I like that so and much. It's so cool, and and with the rocket, it, which is like your green shell, uh, you know, you pick up a rocket. If you hold that baby and then get another red balloon, suddenly it turns into five like seeking rockets, and it's just like now you're talking. Oh business. my goodness! It's like yes, and then. And the weird thing is, it has this really kind of funny balancing too. Because if you pick up another one, it turns into this like super missile. And if there's no one in front of you, then you shoot it and it comes back and hits yourself. <laughs> the ultimate, you know what I'm talking the, about? Yeah, the ultimate troll. So, but it's really interesting it's it's like surprisingly deep on the gameplay wise because i'm ahead of the group and i have five missiles ready to shoot and i but now i don't want to hit any red balloons yeah now you gotta avoid it at all costs because then if yeah because if i accidentally you know so now it's like that's so interesting like what a cool idea like concept and uh it's like that with everything they have kind of like the, the banana is like an oil slick that you leave behind and if you upgrade it it becomes like a cloud or it becomes like a mine or something um there's there's like a magnet one and like a shocker one i didn't really use any of them besides the oil slick yeah the, those are like the rainbow the balloons, boost. right? yeah i think it's the green one oil slick is the green red is the oh yeah is the, the uh, attack weapon yeah the missile attack and then and then blue is your boost so such a cool system you have these balloons you know everywhere where and then so it's like okay i need to get that blue one and it's hard it's kind of like especially like if you're using like the hovercraft it's like it's kind of hard to get like what you want but like you then you then you start building these strategies for how exactly you're going to play each level and where exactly i need to be to hit that boost to grab uh so it's like to i'll hit this i'll hit this boost on the ground to grab a blue boost and then I'll turn in one direction and boost that way to hit another boost to grab another boost. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, boost that's how it works. Yeah, and then like, uh, yeah, and that's where it really feels, I don't know if you've ever gotten the wave race feel, but man, when I do the hovercraft, it really feels like wave race. No, I, yeah, 64. no, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, really fun. Um, I love the, the, the uh, items. And then in, so I, I was talking with Aaron today. He he loves Diddy Kong Racing, uh, and I was telling He's him a good about man. the upgrade the upgrade system. And he says he didn't remember this. It's been a while, but during the levels in the campaign, you, there's like little medals, little coin type things that you can pick up, and then you can use it to upgrade your cart. Um, I don't know if you remember that or not. Uh, not offhand. I want yeah. Well, it probably I don't blame you because I didn't know about it the whole stinking game. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, man, like I could have upgraded my cart." I played as Diddy Kong, by the way, which is the other cool thing is you can play as different characters. Yeah, there's a whole bunch different, too. Different things now, and something to note, which this was the first game on 64. This was the introduction of Banjo, the bear. Yeah, but yeah. How funny Which is, is so that? funny. It's like it's like oh, so Banjo Kazooie is a spinoff of Diddy Kong. 
<laughs> I know they also have Conquer, who that was. I mean, I guess he, at that point he probably already had uh, that Game Boy game, but like Conquer's yeah. Bad Fur Day, where he actually became popular. You know, wasn't out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's in this one, or I think he's unlockable, and I didn't unlock him. Who Banjo? But um, no, Banjo's definitely not in it. But Conquer, I don't. Oh, you know what? They probably took him out just because, yeah, with the whole, um, you know, whatever. Rare, not I don't know really. why. I mean, it's stupid. They're developing a game. Why? I mean, it's just like, yeah, you probably shouldn't put your own character in there. That would be stupid. Or maybe Nintendo didn't want it. Maybe that's what it was. Well, maybe it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that maybe, works. But... I, be, I bet it was like, we don't want you advertising your game <laughs> in our game but now, or something. I know, uh, actually... Uh, I guess we can get into the history a little bit of uh, Donkey Kong Racing, and it actually didn't even start out as a, a Donkey Kong property. I, they were going to have actually, um, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, it's a Timber, pro-am right? game. Timber the um, the Tiger, I think that's his name. Yeah, Timber the Tiger. He was supposed to be the main character. Yeah, yeah, and that it was it started as a pro-am game, which if you've played like Rare Replay or anything or know that the pro-am. Uh, is it R- Am I thinking? Is that RC Pro Am? Isn't that the game? The it, N- yeah, the that NES sounds game? familiar. I, I know. Yeah. If it's not, it's an earlier rare game, uh, and it makes sense to be a sixty-four game, you know. But man, but what happened was uh, they were working on Banjo Kazooie, and it took longer, uh, or something along that effect, where they need they didn't have as much time as they thought they would did, and instead of building up not having enough time to build up a brand like like they'd have to do with Pro-Am because no one really cares about that mm-hmm. that license, right? They they wanted a bigger IP to, to put with it. So Diddy Kong, why not Diddy Kong? Which, I get, it makes sense, right? That's the character they made up. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I you know, they that was in the Donkey Kong Country games. And Donkey so Kong was cool, already like, in um, whatchamacallit, right? He was in Mario Kart 64, right? Yeah. So maybe yeah. they didn't want to have overlap with Donkey, and they that's why they went with Diddy. Which, which is funny, be, which, and yeah, and Donkey Kong's not in the game. Or I don't think, maybe he's on the No, I don't, I don't believe no. so. Isn't that funny? I think uh, Dixie Kong is, and Tiny Kong. But it's like, you know, like, so far, I, and there, I think there's like four people to unlock, so I don't know, but like... There's no Funky Kong or like Donkey Kong Jr. Like none, none of the really the yeah I can tell you that you've got Diddy Kong, Tip Top which is the turtle, uh, Pipsy who is like a little mouse, Bumper um, he looks like a mole of some sort, uh, Conker, Timber, Banjo, Crunch, who Crunch is I guess maybe he's a crocodile from uh, yeah the, uh, yeah then you've got Drumstick the <laughs> the chicken. And then you've got TT, who's the clock, and I, I think TT's like the. <laughs> he's the clock. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like a stopwatch. Um, I think yeah. he is like the, the final, character you unlock. unlock. Like I think gotcha. he's got the the best stats out of everybody. Gotcha. Well, uh, moving on. Uh, fourteen people made this game. Fourteen people. And they all Which, deserve. That, that really does blow my mind. That. It's funny, yeah, now you look at games nowadays. I mean, and it makes sense now because there's so much more that goes into it. But 14, yeah, and then they made a game that's, what, sold uh, 4.5 million? Yeah, uh, 4.5 million copies, and which makes this the sixth best-selling game on Nintendo 64. And yet, 
you didn't hear about it back in the N64 <laughs> days. <laughs> I, I didn't hear about any game, really. I really didn't. No, I, was, it, I mean, it was I, a different I heard time. about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It, I felt like at that point, uh, this came out in 97, so the internet was, you know, not really a big thing. So it was mostly and I was relying. five. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that too. I was five. Okay, so. <laughs> in 97, that would have made me eight. So. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we had Nintendo Power. Actually, I think my neighbor had Nintendo Power, so I'd always get to look at all the, the good games coming out, so. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a little history. So it came out, the original came out in 97, DS1 came out in 2007. Uh, What's in store for 2017? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Diddy Kong 2, come on. I think we all know, Diddy Kong 2, which would be, uh, that was, I I texted you today, I was thinking, man, uh, that's what Retro could be working on. Because I was thinking, uh, they worked on Mario Kart 7. Like they actually have worked on Donkey Kong Country and Mario Kart Seven. Like it only makes wouldn't... sense that they come together. Well, you it, know, yeah, all their it's expertise. Like it, 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 you know, and the thing is, is at least put these levels in a Mario Kart game. You know, yeah. How cool would it be if there was a cup? See, it's like Diddy Cup. They even had these cups. Yeah, a Diddy Cup with 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 four of these. Just four of them. Frosty Village. You got a Frosty Village. Yeah, you could pick one from each. I mean, I know there's five zones, but you could pick, you know, the best one for four of the zones. Of each. Or, um, okay. A special five. The, how five about race DLC, cup. right? Like, this is DLC for the Switch. And so you can download all the levels. How much you know, anger? For $9.99. How much anger do you think would happen if, if they were like, Retro is making Diddy Kong Racing 2? People would be like, ah, oh, should have been Metroid. Dude, I, I would be ecstatic, actually. Yeah. I would be absolutely ecstatic about that. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. Um, but let's take another music break to listen, to dive deeper into the music here. And this one was my pick, and I think it's really cool. It kind of shows, like, the, the, the uniqueness of David Wise. And uh, So, yeah, this one is Hot Top Volcano. Let's have a listen. And actually, uh, a little uh, a little trivia, which is funny. The they released like the the OST on CD form, and it's so bizarre. I'll have to send you a picture. They released it, and the shape of the CD is the shape of Diddy Kong's head. What? Yeah, hold on. Let me soundtrack. How is that even possible? They, and it actually like had a little caveat. It said it doesn't work in every single um, CD player because of the shape. It's it's absolutely bonkers. So Hold on, let me see. Here, check. That is so silly. Check the chat real quick. Um, paste in it right, right. now. It, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what do they, they mean? And then so I, I, naturally I had to Google it, and I was like... <laughs> 
it's like the most I don't even know like what they were thinking <laughs> that's awesome it, yeah I didn't even know you could do that. That's so cool. But yeah, I guess it did not work in every uh, CD player because I guess it would hit the sides. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Beautiful. But, uh, Beautiful. yeah, a little, some more good music for you there. But um, as we're coming to a close, there is one uh, pretty important piece we haven't touched on just yet. And? And that, oh, oh I, was, I was putting it on yeah. the tee for you, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, now I actually got to play this. Uh, it has download play on DS. Played this with Aaron uh, a couple days at work on break, um, and uh, it's fun. It's it's great. I mean, we can only play two, and it didn't have bots in the game either. But so it was one on one. Yeah, so it's so a little it's, you know, yeah, not the the full right? experience, but right. But you can do download play with eight people for that's races. so cool. Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to do that on Mario Kart DS, and that's that's why Mario Kart DS is my favorite um, uh, Mario Kart game. Was because of that. Um, but yeah, you got actually. There's literally a balloon mode where it's just like just like Mario Kart. Mm. Uh, it does not work as well. This is where I was gonna say the racing is amazing, and I think actually excels a little more than uh, than Mario Kart. But in the uh, in the battle mode. Uh, it's not, it's not as good just because the items aren't as well suited. I think. Yeah, there's uh, not. Yeah. It's just the, the the controls. I think are are really aimed more at racing. Uh, and yeah, more of like a tacked and, on. Like, all right, now that we've got the full single player suite done, let's we need to yeah. make a multiplayer. Let's let's go. And yeah, and it's fun. It's definitely fun. like I, I would play it. Like it's. It's way better than Mario Kart 8's stupid battle <laughs> Dude, mode. Dude, are you... Oh, <laughs> I was literally going to say the same thing. I was like, it might have been better, but not as good as Mario Kart 64 battle, but I bet you'd still beat oh, Mario yeah. Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also not only just balloons. There's one, it's like you collect these Taj coins in, in, in the level, like they're all scattered throughout, and then you deposit them into a treasure mm-hmm. chest. Yeah, that one's cool. And uh, and then there's also one that's kind of similar, but you're flying in planes and you're collecting dinosaur eggs. Eggs. You're collecting dinosaur eggs from the volcano. Oh, and yeah. Then you got to bring them in the back. middle, and then you got to which you know that's where dinosaurs are born from volcanoes. Obviously. <laughs> and you bring them back to your nest with the planes and drop them. It in wasn't there. that such a, a weird mode, but like cool at the same time i i, I really i remember yeah. really playing I mean, a lot of that back in the day yeah i mean what one-on-one is weird i i i think playing with four people would be a blast so plus flying um, around in a plane is always fun you know yeah and also the like the download play is awesome on ds uh it really doesn't cut out any features it doesn't cut out any levels the only thing that I read that it cuts out is, like, you can't choose the color of your car or something. Oh, then I know? would never play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then the, uh, the other thing is uh, when you play the game and you're playing it and you're like, how the heck do I get to the stupid battle levels? Which is what I did. I was like, I don't even know how to get there. Me and Aaron are sitting there on break, you know. It's like, what the <laughs> yeah. heck? Like, I see it's there. It's not unlocked. It's like, I beat the game. What do I have to do? You have to go talk to the stupid Taj elephant and buy him with those coins that I also didn't use for upgrading my cart. 
But the nice thing is there were only 30 coins each, and I had plenty, Yeah, yeah, you were so in that. I could, Good to go. Download them, so. The battle level, it's very fun. Uh, very cool idea. So, but the battle level is only up to four players uh, on the uh, download play and the multi-card play. Just because it's really suited for it, you can Yeah, tell. but that's still not... Uh, I mean, like you said, I, I think four-player would be so much more fun than one-on-one, -on -one, obviously. So even that four oh, is yeah. just nice to have. It just stinks that it's going to oh, be yeah. tough to get four people to... Well, I mean, I guess you've got you got people around you that you seem to be able to play with a lot. Yeah. We'll bring yeah. it to PAX, baby. That's right. Now, it's sort of... Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'll definitely bring, I'll definitely bring it, and we can play... Like all of us, so it'd be, it'd be super fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Man, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be awesome on DS. That'd be cool. Man, I can't wait. <laughs> We're gonna play so many games at PAX. I know. We didn't. We didn't even go to PAX. We just played the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Seriously, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that sort of brings us towards the conclusion, right? I mean, I have a feeling. Uh, I know where your thoughts are. Uh, your final thoughts are with the game, but. I guess uh, you could lay them out for us real real nice and tidy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, what, I am so surprised at how great this game is. Uh, I love it. Uh, I was expecting not to love it really that much. I was expecting to, to, to like it and appreciate it. Coming from Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. And honestly, here's the thing. Here's my whole thing. I got Rare Replay on Xbox and... I just it made me realize that I just don't like rare that much, so I just they're okay. So but, what does Casey do? You know, he demands I play a rare game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and this is I mean this is up there. See, I love the original Donkey Kong Country. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, and this is up. This is that quality. This is an amazing game that everyone really does need to play. Uh. Um, and it. I just I love the game. It's one of my favorite. It's probably one of my favorite DS games. Uh, and it's so great that the DS has two, amazing. Just uh, off the top of my head, amazing kart racers, um, to play. And uh, it really matches up with it. It has a lot of bonus features. Oh, oh man, I almost missed. Uh -oh. Wow, I almost missed one of the stupid things in the game. Let's hear it. So, oh man, so. I'm sure this is handled differently, or maybe it does. It doesn't exist, but the one ridiculously so stupid. Oh, this is 2007 thing. Is they put this stupid thing at the front of the races, right before you start. So when you are a cart, on the bottom screen, like on the three, two, one, mm -hmm. go. You know whatever. You have to spin the cart. But you can't do it with your. You have to spin the wheel, like like you're you're swiping down 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 to spin this wheel. And you can't do that with your finger because it's not a it's not an it's yeah, not it's you not, know, yeah, whatever yeah, screen. Yeah, it's not a great. Touch it's a stylus screen. screen. And you're not gonna hold a stylus. I mean, it's like it's literally like three, two, one to charge it up, and then you have to be holding A to go. So it's like. It, it, it's so stupid. Like, it's so it's like you dumb. It's throw so the stylus there, on the ground. Like an idiot. <laughs> I'm sitting there like an idiot, and you're hearing, like, like this, like... <laughs> like, like that sound, because I'm using, like... 
I'm sitting there with my with my thumb on the A button, and then my and then I'm like holding it with my right hand, and then with my left hand, with my first my pointer finger and my middle finger, I'm going. <laughs> just like an idiot, and and then and then to top it off, okay. So when you're doing the uh, when you're doing the hovercraft, there's a whole different thing because it's not a wheel, mm-hmm. right? You have to blow oh, into the no. microphone to charge it up. I mean, it makes sense as far as the game goes, so, but it's so dumb. So here I am sitting at work, okay, and I'm I just got done, and I'm sitting there waiting for my ride, and I have to, and I'm I have to. It's like you have. There's a level like I have to charge up to beat this level, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and. <gasps> Here comes a nurse walking by, looking at me, is, blowing into my Game Boy like some little thirteen-year-old idiot, and it's just like, come is on. Is that Perry blowing into come that on, Nintendo game. DS like, again? I don't deserve this. It is just really stupid. Yeah, well, you didn't have to deal with that on the original version, as you can imagine. Uh, it was just a, a simple press of the A, and you were good to go. Ah, oh, I see. I wish that, and then I wish it was like that. On uh, on this version, but and then for the uh, plane, you have to spin the propeller. Oh, okay. And on the, the touchscreen. Uh, yeah, and actually that one's the easiest to do for some reason uh, with your finger. Uh, I guess if if you have a fingernail, it's probably easier, right? But just stupid, right? I mean, it's just dumb. Like it's it, that it, just it, sounds like I, a. It, it's nonsense. It's nonsense because you have to do it with the stylus. Yeah, that that was just we have to. That was when all games had to have some sort of DS functionality, you know. Yeah, and like I said, the 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 touchscreen collectathon part really isn't bad. It's actually it's fun. It's different, and it kind of it's kind of like one of those a things refreshing where, almost. Okay, I'm not I, I'm not yeah I'm not kart racing right now. I'm just doing something so. Yeah, those are my final thoughts on the game. I love the game. I'm very happy to play it. And uh, I guess, yeah, I guess with the first installment, we'll have to lay down these little ground rules, and um, we're going to have a rating system. It's just going to be a simple, you know, pretty much a a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs to the side. But we're going to go with, uh, I'll let you, it's your word, so I figure I'll let you do the introductions. (laughs) Well, if I like the game, I'm giving it a giddy up. Uh, if I think it's okay, I'm getting, I'm giving it a giddy ground, and then if I don't like it, I'm giving it a giddy down. Giddy up, giddy ground, giddy down. Yep. So uh, the verdict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. The verdict. This is definitely two giddy ups. <laughs> yep. Loved it. Well, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm super go. happy to hear that because. Like you said, I know that you don't have love for Rare, you know, like most people, you know, look back with fond, uh, fond looking backs, rose glass, tinted glass, whatever you want to call it. Um, sure, You know, sure. they, they all, you know, enjoy the Rare games. So when you weren't really a big fan and I was like, ah, I hope he likes it, you know, like I, I figured at absolute worst you'd find it, you know, like at least be like, I could appreciate what this is, and, and it might not be for me, but, like, I'm glad I played it, you know? I figured it would be that at worst, but, uh, I mean, I, I'm stoked to hear that you, you loved it, because, like I said, it, it's loved it's it. one of my all-time favorites. It's just, you know, so much fun. 
And like you said, yeah. it, you can go back and play it now, and it doesn't feel you're not thinking like, oh, this is a a game made in '97. You know, like it feels still feels good. Yes. So I, I would like to say thank you, and uh, or or like our Japanese friends say, arigato. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm super stoked that you uh you had a great time. All right, so we're gonna end. We're gonna transition to the next segment. Uh, and what was the song that you wanted us to listen to? We're going to listen to Ancient Lake, uh, which I think is actually one of the earlier levels in the game. Yes, I love that. But level. it's got yeah. just a, a great, uh, great soundtrack and or a great song for the the race. And honestly, it just it just sort of to me embodies like all right that's diddy kong like it's got like that sound to it that sort of almost i feel like is like present like the the soul of the song is sort of present in all of them you know Mm-hmm. yep all right let's listen to it and we'll get right into the uh, next part Officially, in our second part of the first, I demand you. And uh, Casey, I demanded you to play Batman Arkham Origins for the Wii U. about this game like did you well i i knew it was part of uh i think what there's three or now i think four games in like the batman arkham uh series right yep there's four and like yeah it's weird i I also know that they they call it a trilogy and they for some reason forget origins out of that trilogy um yeah it's it's weird i don't know why but i yeah that's that was pretty much my extent going into it um I know the most recent one that came out on PS4. I remember when it came out, I looked at it. I was like, man, that game looks freaking really cool. Um, But generally, I was just like, I'm not going to jump into the final installment in the series, you know, kind of thing. Right, right, And And it was just like, sort of fell off to the wayside. And it's one of those games that, like, for me, comic books, I'm not really big into the comic book or the, you know, the the superhero villain kind of movies and stuff. But actually... One of the few, you know, movies I actually did watch was the the Batman trilogy with uh, Christian Bale, and I yep. love the and I love those movies. So like this game sort yes. of gives me that vibe. Um, yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. B- beforehand, I really didn't know much going into it. Um, so yeah, I, I went in with a blind eye pretty much. Now. Gotcha. 
Now, now, why is this a game that you picked for me? Is this, you know, do you have a, a strong connection with Batman, or, or was uh, it just a, a game you happened to pick up and really, really fall in love with? You know, Batman is, I mean, I'm not, just like you, I'm not really huge, and definitely not into comic books, but I, I've always had an appreciation for comic book, like, heroes, and, I mean, I guess I used to be a little into comic books when I was little, not a lot, though. Uh, my big brother was, and uh, so kind of just passed down from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but I've always loved Batman, and I love the original uh, Tim Burton movies, mm-hmm. uh, besides the last one, <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Robin. Uh, and then I love the uh, the Bale movies, love the uh, Nolan ones. And I used to actually, and it's funny, like, I love Batman Beyond when I was little. That I loved that cartoon, which was like a sequel to, like, the the Batman, the, uh, like, yeah. original animated series Batman. So I kind of have not a very strong connection, but the Arkham game for Wii U, that's the first one I got, the Arkham City, that basically cemented my love for Batman. So it really did, like... Like I wasn't, it wasn't because of Batman I bought it. But, but now like, you're on the Batman yeah. train because of it. Yeah, and and it's. Did you get it, it just, when it launched? Uh, no, I got it when it hit twenty bucks. Ah, okay, perfect. So yeah, yeah, and I was just so taken by it. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so awesome. Um, and this really is my favorite Nintendo series. Definitely. So um, that's really why I wanted you to play it because I I just felt like you need to know what's going on here. Like it's <laughs> just you know it's just essential like Nintendo knowledge you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of the? Uh, let's start with the visuals. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely where we need to start. And so, like I said, I, I went into this game you know pretty blind. I. You know, I knew it was like an open world game to an extent, and but honestly, I even almost forgot about that pretty much. You know, because when you start the game, you start off in like a, like it's more linear path area. You know, like you're in a building. Yeah, but even just before that, the menu, like the menu to the game, is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah. at first, it's just like this slow motion. He's like punching. It's really zoomed in. It's just cool. Anyway, yeah. But you start off in the in the black. Is it black gate? Yeah, like yeah, that. the something like that. You're something. breaking into like the prison or whatever, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I'm like, wow, like, it, uh, games can look this good on the Wii U, you know? Like, not to say, you know, there are not other, you know, Donkey Kong looks amazing and Mario looks, but like, obviously, like, they're very different art styles. So this is, yeah, you know, more yeah. realistic, gritty, dark, uh, you know, game where yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, like this looks damn good and you know on the wii u it looks real good and i'm pretty sure it's a pretty old game you know it probably came out didn't it come out at launch wasn't that sort of like a it did and like, it, was it, it was like a port of an older after. game yeah 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 reggie famously said that it was a new game or whatever um oh i didn't know that i'm pretty sure that was what he was talking about like That's they're funny. like where are the new games he's like batman <laughs> but uh <laughs> It was new to me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was new to him, too, because he apparently has no idea about other platforms. Yeah, he's like, I don't own anything else. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, the game, like I said, looks it, it looks beautiful. Uh, the the attention to detail on the environments and, like, in the building and, 
it just you know they they totally put a lot of effort into making this game look good and oh it's it's amazing looking so yeah, yeah it's like it, and it's fun to explore like the different areas you know like they you know we'll go into more into like gadgets and stuff you have but like you can crawl around in vents and like sneak into other rooms and it's just uh it's cool to explore when you know something looks so nice yeah it's it's very convenient that all of the villains designed their places with gigantic air ventilation systems oh yeah that literally just <laughs> like vent like from one room to the next like there's no yeah. other external it's just like a yeah Man, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I it's like some there's a of gate that. right there. But <laughs> luckily there's a vent right here that I can just go around it and, and immediately take them out. We spent tons of money to secure this door with all sorts of high-tech anti-hacking, you know, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah like not even I stuff. can hack this, but yeah. oh, they're just going to open up this vent right here. We didn't even know. bother to put the screws on the vent door, you know. That, that thing comes off real easy. But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. it's funny because I definitely thought about that at some point. I was like, man, that, these vents are nice. Um, but you know what, though? <laughs> you know what, though? That animation of him ripping the vent oh, off, yeah, I, yeah. I never gets old. I love it. It's or just... I like when he's in the <coughs> vent and he's got to kick it off from oh, the inside. Yeah. Or, but, or if he's stealth, then he just kicks it a little bit and slides it over. Yeah. Like he can't make a sound. But yeah. Oh, I'm so bad with this stuff. I usually just went guns a blazing. But um, oh yeah. So yeah. So like I said, I sort of almost blanked out that it was open world. So you know, once you get out of the prison, the first area, and it opens up to Gotham, and it's another one of those like, just sort of like a. I need to take a moment to just do like a 360 pan of like what yeah. I'm looking at, it's and like, like the are you city, serious? Yeah, the city looks awesome. Yes, I mean it's Gotham like, is you know is badass. Wait a second, in general, can I? You know? Yeah, like yeah. Did you ever play the Spider-Man games on GameCube? Nope. Okay, well, those were kind of open-worldy. This first one, I I never played the second one, which I need to play. I've heard that's amazing, but um, the first one. But you're all on the roofs, and it's like if you fall into the, you know, it's like you can't go to the ground. Yeah, okay? they, it's just they like bring you back up, kind of thing. Ro- like like rooftops, and so. But with this one, you know, you can go literally anywhere. Yeah, so it's nice when you're up on top of the the, the buildings and you can look around. And then on your map, they have, like, um, like a little navigation bar at the top that sort of pin like, has a nice little green arrow where you need to go. But, like you said, what's cool is you can literally explore anywhere. So to to navigate throughout the city, you have your, uh, your bat hook uh, that... Grapple. Grappling hook, the, bat hook, whatever. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so you, so you can grab onto things, and like if you tap. You're essentially Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If you double tap B, then all of a sudden, like, you gain speed. You shoot up and. Yep, and then you could you <laughs> pop off the top, and then you can glide. So now, you know, you could just glide down to your area, but if you're, you know, going a, a long distance, you'll get to the point, pretty much like you said, you almost feel like uh, Spider Man because you're just grappling you know, zooming to that grapple, and then when you hit that point, you pop up into the air, and then you glide a little bit, and then all of a sudden you grab another another thing to grapple, and you just travel throughout the city like and that. Then, and then the best thing is, like, when you're, when, you're, when you're gliding through the air, you can dive, nose dive. Oh, yeah, to the yeah. ground, and then lift up and just get so much speed. Yeah, it, it just it's... looks so cool, and it feels so good. It's just like... Ah, it's hard to explain. 
Like you said, I there's spent, definitely... I, I remember showing my dad. I was like, Dad, <laughs> just look at this game. Like, look what I can do. Like, he came over to my house. I'm like, look at this. How cool... And, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's nice, yeah, okay. Curry. <laughs> yeah, but... but yeah. I no, just, but yeah. I've totally had that moment where it was like, you know, like, okay, I've got an objective to go over to this area, but, like, I'm just going to go sort of venture around and fly around and get, get used to flying. Because it, it definitely takes a little bit of time to, like, get really good at like yeah, you know traversing yeah. the area but when you yeah, do yeah. it feels good you know it feels really good and, oh yeah um, but yeah so i mean visually like i said the game is the, the scale is big the the de- the detail and all that stuff is is you know on point phenomenal yeah and, and it's a it's just a ton of fun now getting into the controls for uh, uh batman arkham origins um initial it's a beat-em-up game for sure you know like you're gonna kick the crap out of a ton of bad guys, and you're gonna have a fun time doing it. Now, See, yeah, and, and just for if people don't know, it's a very similar to Assassin's Creed Four. Uh, I I just that's all I'm gonna put out there because that, that's what I noticed when I play the combat in Assassin's Creed. Anyway, continue. yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Well, it's funny when when we when I first started playing, I actually really didn't like the combat that much because I was like. Like, all right, like, I'm going to jump down. There's going to be eight guys I got to beat up and, like, okay. But, like, like it just didn't click to me at first. I was getting, like, hit a lot. And I was like, all right, like, this is okay. Like, all Oh, right. man. But then it got to the point where, like, a lot of the, the game re- relies on counter hits for sure. Because you're going to oh, yeah. have, um, you're going to be engaged. Especially this one, too. Yeah. I remember like, Deathstroke, the, the first guy you fight, is, like, crazy. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, I just noticed, like, there was a lot of times where maybe in the beginning why it didn't click for me was because I wasn't countering enough. So, like, you'll be engaged with one guy and you'll be beating him up and then all of a sudden you'll see someone come in from behind you trying to hit you and, like, they'll have little, like, blue, you know, they almost look like little Wi-Fi symbols, like, coming out, like, I'm going to attack you. So then what you need to do is, you know, counter and then you'll engage him. And it, it has a lot to do with bouncing back and forth between guys. Yeah, in fact, and, there's a combo system yeah and then all of a sudden like like i said in the beginning i just wasn't it wasn't clicking but then once you start racking up those combos and you know like if you hit them like five six times like okay but then when you start getting to like 14 15 it turns red and you're like oh man i'm doing work right now you know like this is awesome dude uh, yes so exactly so getting up to the like why i think what really what I loved about the game the most is you feel like you are Batman. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I am Batman. You're Batman? Yeah, yeah, I am Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> so, like, you know, like when you're sitting atop and, and there's a group of 30 guys down there and it's just like, I'm going to drop down there and beat up every single one of you one by one. <laughs> And it's going to be so good. I mean, not one by one. You're fighting them in groups of, like, six, you know. But it, you know what I mean? It's like I can and will Beat not break every <laughs> break every bone in your – I'm not going to kill you because that's against my code. But I will break every single bone in your body, <laughs> and somehow you'll be fine. Yeah. I'll tie you upside down and hang you for a while, but you yeah. know, I'm not going to kill you. No, I couldn't kill you. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the combos get so satisfying. There was at one point where I think I was fighting three people, 
and like one of the earlier combos you get is sort of like i think it's just like uh, beat them up or something and you just you keep hitting y and you just like pummel them and you, you get like a ton of hits in a row well the, it, it's a stun move like is that what in, it was and in, 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 in you use it for for bigger guys or for armored people mm-hmm. so you have to like stun them and then you go and you and then you know you just punch them really fast and it does a bunch of hits and stuff and it's well, it's there, awesome. There was one point where I got three of them in that burst for like of hits, and mm-hmm. I racked up to like 30, 30 combo like real quick. And, and I was it's, like, it's I was heck like, oh, yeah, baby. I was like, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, man. I know. Like that's why. And the sound effects, like the sound design, is so it's like, like it's like perfect. Like you, you know, and you're Batman. You're zipping across the room to punch a guy in the jaw, and then like you zip over and kick another guy in the shins. You know. Well, yeah, that sounds are perfect. Another part when you start getting combos, and like you'll have it where you're in like a pretty good sized room, and you're beating the crap out of three people. But then there's like one guy you knock down like halfway across the room, and he's starting to get up, and all of a sudden like Batman will just fly across the room like no. Nope. Punch that guy in the face real quick, but then he'll leap all the way back and just resume kicking the crap out of the other <laughs> yes. three people. <laughs> yes, and then, and then so yeah, go go ahead. I was gonna say now, obviously the one of my favorite parts, and probably the most satisfying, is you know when you're fighting these people, there there's usually a group of them. Like I don't think there's ever really one on one combat. I mean, unless if it's a boss, but like well, even if, if it's is, like, then then you can do like silent takedowns. Yeah, even if there's like three people like in the room or whatever, and then like the last person you kill, it does like a slow mo shot for when you're beating them up. Mm-hmm. So now last night I was playing and like I just you know kicking ass all across the room, and like this one guy is like I've just took out like twenty of his comrades. You know what I mean? And God yeah. bless his soul because he was coming at me like he was gonna actually kill me. Yeah, I know. And, like, <laughs> I know. He, you know what I mean? Like, I give him props. He was like, uh-uh, I'm not going down like this. And he comes in, and I just slow-mo kick him right in the face, and he <laughs> yeah. just drops. I was like... <laughs> I know. It's so it's satisfying. So, it was, like, so comical. Like, I'm like, this guy thought he was going to come over and, and actually do something to yeah. me. Instead, he just got some sweet chin music and died. <laughs> but he didn't die. You know, he was just knocked out cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It doesn't, there's no way that that kick to the face <laughs> as hard as possible that made him fly across the room that couldn't have killed him and batman's got like the meanest boots on like <laughs> yes. like they're huge they're like yes. uh, they're like link's iron boots you know yeah but like he's able to move around in them super easy well and then before we move on with the combat but the other thing that th- throws into it is you unlock all these things to use during the game and like the front one is battering, so you can just and, and they're they're quick moves. So you're fighting, and then you suddenly you hit L, just quick tap, and then you can throw a battering to a guy and knock him down. Even you can upgrade it so he gets knocked down, or just to stun him, like if he's charging at you. Like so, sometimes the guys will grab fire extinguishers or something, and they're yeah, about to I like, they're about to throw it at you, you know. And then you can throw a battering at them before they do that, and. Well, I think that might also maybe been a part of why I didn't really love the combat in the beginning because I wasn't really utilizing those those items just because I was yeah. like, you know, I'm beating them up, you know. Yeah, and, but, and honestly, uh, just that I'm playing the original. See, I've, I'm playing the original one last. I've beaten all the other ones. And you, you unlock that in the original. And I think they're kind of thinking you've played these games before. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that is unfortunate for you, but yeah. 
No, Definitely. but I mean, I could see I, that. It, it eventually got to the point where I started bringing him in. My favorite, um, I don't know the name. It's, it's the one like um, that you shoot the gun and it's like it'll make a tight rope, but you could also, it, yeah, grapple. Yeah, like but it. The, okay, yeah, I get. All right, so the grappling hook. Where like, I like when you like can tie two people together. Oh, so, so like, oh, yeah. So if there's like a group of three, it's like, all right, I'm gonna tie those two together, and they're gonna slam their heads into each other and be, you know, dazed for a second. Yeah. And then I'll just do like a a swooping, you know, gliding kick to the face to this other guy. Um, and it's I, just it's so good. Like there's so much, there's so many variables, right? That's yeah. What I love it about definitely, it. like I said, it definitely when I started to use the the items more, the the combat became more fun because, like you said, it wasn't just okay. I'm you know, just fighting them with my fists. Now I'm, now you know, yeah, like I said, now I'm using and the then, batarang to stun, and there's more th- thought going into it instead of just yeah. beating them up. There's like, I'm gonna, how am I gonna tackle these guys in an efficient yeah. and fun way? And then, and then, and then, I guess I don't know if you want to move on from this, but I was thinking the the weapons that you get in the game to use. So this is another part of it. So it's like, let's say you're sitting on this, you're sitting on the on on top of a, of a building. And you look over, and there's ten guys over there. Four of them have guns. Okay. Well, you get this thing. You get this uh, thing that you could disable their guns, like two of them. You know, because it has to charge, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so you're sitting there, and you kind of plan out the whole thing even before you do it. You know, and then uh, even before you even enter combat. So, you, and then you can set up mines. You know, and you can set up all this stuff. And then you jump into these guys. Two of them still have guns. You take a grapple. You 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 pull the gun out of the guy's hand. You punch a guy in, in the throat. You throw a grapple guy. You throw. I mean, you throw a battering at someone who's about to throw something at you. You know. And then you do a combo on this guy. You have to jump over this guy because he has an electric thing that can shock you. You know what I mean? It's just like you. And then you learn how to play the game. And you like, I am Batman. Yeah, I am. I am just Batman, you know. It's like I feel it's so empowering to know exactly what's going on, and like you said, like it, you get used to it and stuff. So yeah, I mean, going into the gadgets, um, like I said, originally in the beginning, like they do give you a good amount of gadgets right off the bat. You know what I mean? Yeah, to, they do. To deal with, yep. and that was almost a little overwhelming. Like, okay, like yeah, like how I am I gonna that. am I gonna remember to, all these? But then, like I said, they do nice things as you go along the game, where you you see a great. Um, you know, you're gonna need to use the the grapple to pull it off, and then you could grapple up there and you know skate through the the vents or whatever. And then yep. there's other times where oh man, there's a dead end, but there's like there's a bunch of boards that look like that you could get through them. Well, let me just whip out my explosive gel. You know, you spray that on there, and then you blow it up, and then boom, you got your path open. Yeah. But like, and originally like. Again, I wasn't using these in combat to the point where all of a sudden, if you're in a big room with 15 guys, I can spray the ground with my explosive gel, and if they walk over it, boom, I can explode it remotely. That, you know, it, that'll either kill them or knock them down. They'll get other people running over there. You know, it might separate a smaller group on the opposite side where I could swoop down, take down two or three of them without, you know, getting, you know, bum rushed by 20 guys with guns. Yeah. So it, it, like I said, the gadgets really do add like a nice depth to the combat that originally I, I missed out on. Um, like I said, yep. the, uh, just a couple more. You know, you've got like smoke bombs, which 
obviously help when you drop down. Um, if they see you, you can drop. Or a smoke if you bomb. want to escape. Yeah. 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 Like what I normally do is I go down and like drop a smoke bomb. And, like, the guy right next to me would be blinded. I beat him up. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden you grapple out of there. And they're still looking around the smoke and you could get away. Yeah, I love um, that. See, I, I never do that. So it's kind of cool hearing that, you know. Yeah, that's that's like my, oh, shit. Like, I, I did a lot of, uh, I like to, like, be up top and sort of isolate a person. Oh, sw- yeah. Glide, kick them. They'd knock them down. Then I'd knock them out and then I'd shoot back up. And I try and pick them. Oh, okay. So I tried to pick them off one at a time if I could. Well, I would always do silent kills. I mean, behind them. Oh no, I was more like, I'm just gonna go down, kick you right in the face, yeah, and yeah. like then get <laughs> yeah. out of there. <laughs> but but one of the and I I just have to mention this. You can hang from a, a gargoyle. Yep, I've and done hang that. Hang there like a bat, and then take them out. And then yeah, then you tie them upside and down. And time, it's so good. And it's so good that he just stays there the whole time. Like, just a warning to the rest of the room. Like, yep. you're all going to be in trouble. There's well, nothing the cool, you can do about it. Uh, the cool thing is, is like, uh, you know, if they get enough of a group of people to walk over, they, they'll cut him down. <laughs> I, I've, 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 I didn't see that. That's pretty Yeah, funny. yep. Well, yeah, some, it's yeah. later in the game, too. Like I said, I would always be up on the gargoyles. And um, most of the time, if you jump around, like... If you think of a room of, like, a rectangle, there'd be, like, two on the longer sides and then, like, one on the top. So there'd be, like, you know, six points you could jump to and from. And, like, yeah. you can get across the room pretty easily. And then, But, like, in the later levels, all of a sudden I was doing that and then all of a sudden they'd be like, hey, he's up on the gargoyles, you know, set the explosives. And then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. every every time you Why up on Why do you have these stupid gargoyles yeah, anyway? Yeah. We, knew I should, we knew we shouldn't have put these in. But then they blow yeah, them up. This is a chemical plant. Why are there gargoyles <laughs> up there? <laughs> so then, but then that's when I was forced to to change my style of play. You know, so I, I liked that they they did that. Yeah. But uh, just going over some other you know cool um, gadgets, uh, they had like the the hacker device, which obviously is uh, pretty important because there are a lot of locked doors. And it's pretty cool. It's like he whips out this device, and you just turn the um, the sticks and like different points. You like it'll be scrambled and it'll be clear. So you just got to match them up. And then like right. on some of the hidden, uh, like usually it would be like, oh, there's just two points, one on each stick that would not rumble, and then that would unlock the door. But then on some of the secret uh, areas, there'd be like four or five different things. So you'd have to try different combinations to unlock the door. So I thought that was pretty cool. Simple, but like a, a cool little feature. Um, yeah. What else? There was like the remote control ba- uh, batarang, which is cool. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, you shoot it what out. That is. It's kind of like the flying beetle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like what I that. say it's like. The flying so, beetle from Skyward Sword. Yep, you shoot it out there and you could slow it down, speed it up, and you just control it. And that comes in handy because there's uh, a lot of times where um, you need to hit a fuse box, but there's no way you could get to it. But if you shoot your uh, remote control banger, uh, batarang through like an electrical field, it'll gain an electrical current, and then you fly, uh, fly it into the fuse box, and then boom, the door opens and you can get past. See, isn't that so Zelda-like? It really is, yeah. It, it, like you know you said, I mean? it really is the flying beetle. It's like exactly yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, uh, what else? Yeah. The the, and then, the detective vision is really cool. Like you can, Well, that's like... I mean, let's... That's like one of the main things of the game right yeah so you can hit what's it l 
and then it, it shoots you into like I guess it's more like your bat Batman sonar presence, you know, like yep, you could exactly see, you could see the whole room and you could, you could like, see yep, like where the, the enemies are and you can see their heartbeats and yeah, stuff like that. And then it'll be like, all right, there's eight people in this room. Four of them are armed, four are unarmed. So now you're like, okay. Because the, like, if you drop into, like, a group of 20 guys that are all unarmed, you're probably going to be okay. But if yeah. you drop down into a room that, and like. there's, like, three or four of them. That are armed. More. Like, that, that's. Arm I mean, is uh, tough. Especially arm if they is got, tough because if they, they have shotguns. Kill. Like, the, the shotguns close like range. one hits. Yeah, they yeah. really do damage. There, there was plenty of rooms where. I had to redo it like two or three times and, because, and, yeah, the shotgun would just ruin me. And and what happens when you die? Oh yeah, the freaking Joker or Bat or whoever steps over you and like makes fun of you. Like yeah, I thought this was gonna be a fun fight, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh bats! <laughs> yeah, uh, it, whenever you die, like whatever boss you're pursuing or playing against, you know, that boss will will be like like it'll be like. It'll, taunt It'll be like you you're much. dead, laying on the ground, and they'll like walk over you and be like, "Yeah, exactly." So, Then, uh, it does have some gamepad usage um, when like there's a, a, a couple points in the game where like alright I'm in this room and this person's dead but how do they die like the, the, we want to believe that this person died this way but then like you look at clues and then all of a sudden you start piecing together what actually happened and like so you'll point the gamepad at the screen and then you'll be looking through there and on the, the gamepad screen that's where you'll see the clues um, you know to, to further investigate and then you can sort of rewind and fo- and play what's happening you know or what did happen and like at different points in so like I'm trying to think of an example so like this person got shot like you can see the person shooting it but then like halfway through you notice something that you read another clue and then yeah. it'll it'll just be like well this person got shot but what was happening over here you know and then yeah. you just piece so together cool. what what actually happened and then, and then that'll like you, yield yep. uh, the result of like, okay, this person's responsible for that. I know yep, where to you're find. You're just gathering it. information from like the time and and how, yeah. Yeah, and, and like how it's done visually is really cool. Um, Very. You know, cool. like yeah, it it's really cool use of the gamepad. I thought. Yeah. So, have you used the see? Like I said with Diddy Kong. I didn't know there was a level up system. They they tell you in this game, and did you use it like a lot during the game or uh, pursue it? Yes. Uh, every time I leveled up, I like for starters, uh, I pretty much was just like, well, I'm just gonna do the ones that make me take less damage. Um, like you can upgrade, like oh, you're you could take more physical damage, or you could take more like uh, you know shock like bullets, you know, without getting hurt. So originally, right, I was right. just using those. I'm like, okay, like. That's more, well, more yeah, important that's, to me. Yeah. But then I, I did start to branch out eventually, like, of adding new takedowns. Um, the one move I thought was cool that I added via the level-up system was um, 
if you had a couple enemies that like so pretty much you knock the enemies down like out cold and they'll have like stars around their head on the ground and then you need to hit them again like with like a finisher move and then then they're done they're unconscious and you don't have to worry about them but when you know and that's easy if you have one or two because you can knock them down and then you can slam on them real quick but when there's eight guys it's hard to get that finishing move off without someone else interrupting you exactly and and then hurting you yeah and then then all of a sudden that guy can get back up and he's not knocked out but there was a move i unlocked with the upgrade system that like uh that would like i think i threw like batarangs or something was like the technical thing but like anyone that was on the ground like seeing stars if i would pulled this move off they would all be done so like when you were fighting a bunch of guys and like you had three guys on oh, the ground oh is that where you slam down or something yeah and I, like i said yeah. i think i think i i think the explanation said like you should throw bang uh, batarangs at them but oh I could, yeah, yeah i could yeah, be wrong yeah. but yeah so like and it just knocks all those people out for good and it's like i'm like okay like now i need to start investigating a little bit more into the different abilities because yeah. like like this is a game changer you know like it, it so, really was and, and what we should mention is the level up system how it works is like like we said the combo system you're building up points and you know the more combos you get the more points you get and that's how you unlock uh um like you you unlock uh it's funny to say you unlock unlock tokens <laughs> you know you, you unlock tokens that you use to unlock stuff mm-hmm. uh and then like so you can pick and it kind of branches out and, and you have to you know you'll get this move and then if you if as long if you get this move you can upgrade that move to you know do more damage or something so it's it is real i mean it's it's deep but it's simple right i mean it's yeah. not like crazy amount it's well actually I, I should real quick as we're sort of talking about the level up system uh and it, i guess it's sort of a gadget at the same time eventually as you're progressing through the story you get uh, electric gloves and yes oh my god man i freaking yes. love those things because so, like, what you'll do is you'll be beating the crap out of people, and, like, you sort of, like, I guess it's just a meter that you build up as you beat people up, and then all of a sudden it'll be, like, you can activate your electric gloves, and I, I think you just hit the sticks, or it might have been, you hit, I think actually like, you hit LR at the same oh. time, and then, boom, your electrified gloves, so now you're just Welcome doing to even Casey more Town. Yeah. Oh, so satisfying. And um, you can actually upgrade those uh, as well, like... You get the gloves, and then all of a sudden now in your skills, like, when you're leveling up, they have a spot that has upgrades for the electric gloves. So I thought that was pretty cool. I started uh, upgrading those because I love those things. Yeah, so this is a perfect segue into the developer of this game, which is WB Games Montreal. Um, And they did the port of Arkham City on Wii U. And so this one is... Okay, so Arkham Origins is very similar to Arkham City. Like people that's why it's kind of not included sort of in the trilogy. Yeah. Because it's it's kind of like oh, it's kind of like uh oh, like Mutant Mud Super Challenge or like Super Mario Bros. 2, like the yeah. Japanese. You know what I mean? It's not like a full sequel, but but it's really good and it's you know, it's very similar, but uh mm-hmm. so in the Wii U version if you look on the cover, you can even see it. He has these same. They're not this. They're not the, called the same thing, but they're these gloves that they essentially do the exact same thing. Yeah. So they have. So, but this was for the Wii U version. So they took their. So WB Montreal Games took their their unique little cool system, right, and then put that in in this one. And of course, they 
he's like, well, if he had this, because this is like a prequel mm-hmm. of like when he first became Batman, you know, if he's a young Batman, it's like, well, if he had the, how come he, how come he didn't have it before? Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? But the technology uh, is, but yeah, it, it was like Star Wars when they had like the double lightsabers, but they didn't in the original one. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or, you know, I heard, uh, it's like R2-D2 can fly and then, I mean, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but my friend was telling me about this. And then people like justify it and by saying that like the company that makes like the fuel for his (laughs) is flying. That's why he couldn't get out of the swamp or whatever, you know, and stuff like that in the new in in the in the sequels. But yeah, Um, but yeah, with WB WB Montreal, uh, I just want to mention them because I think they did such a phenomenal job. I don't think they get the credit they deserve for how great uh, both the games they made for Wii U are. Uh, and that's why the shot gloves are in both. They're not called the same thing, but it's you know essentially yeah. the same thing. And it makes it's just so awesome. Yeah, those gloves so are so good. cool. I mean, it yeah. makes like what's already empowering beating these guys up like even better because they're getting electrified at the same time. Yeah. But uh, moving on from just more little, I guess this sort of I guess goes uh, along with you know how the visuals are, but just the presentation of like the story and. And the cutscenes, the voice acting, and everything was just—I mean, the story is um, engaging. You know, like it's—they're bringing in all these, you know, notable enemies in, you know, in the Batman universe. Like, and they're all like people have bit parts, you know, smaller parts and bigger parts, and then you think one thing, and the next thing's happening. And I don't want to go. I guess there are going to be a little bit I mean, of spoilers going forward yeah, here. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's just like let's just say, uh, skip ahead like maybe a couple minutes if you, yeah, if you don't this want a is, little spoilers. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be horrible spoilers, but uh, we're going to begin now. Actually, with speaking, them. yeah, speaking of Star Wars, you got Mark Hamill that voices the Joker in this, and he, um, the Joker is awesome, man. Like, oh man, like, yeah, I, it's. I just, I mean, I like the Joker as a character. Isn't in general. he so creepy looking? Yeah, they do a really good job of like him being that schizophrenic, weird, oh. very eccentric, like you know. I yeah, and I'm sorry, this was not Mark Hamill. I forgot they don't have the original voices for this game. Oh really? Nope, they're not. It's not Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill for this one. Interesting. Which is weird. Yeah, very well, weird. Whoever, but they do good jobs. They whoever do good jobs. did it, yeah, it did. It still did a good job. And like I said, so originally, like you, th- you're chasing uh, Black Mask is the the guy you're looking out after. And then now, I, I, maybe I'm getting this. I just want to double check. He what? Like there was Black Mask, and he was working for Joker, right? Or was Joker Black Mask the whole time? I can't remember. I I, I, I know I, at I, one. What point, I remember is that he was. I thought I thought he was Black Mask. Okay, no, because I know there was a point where like he pulled off the mask and it was Joker, but I, I mixed like I missed the signals if it was like there was a blast ma- Black Mask at one point. It probably makes yeah. more sense that he yeah. was the Joker the whole time. But um, yeah. so yeah, I mean this the storytelling is really cool. Um, the cutscenes are great, and then what really took me as a surprise was that you actually get to play as the Joker. Yeah. Which, and that, that's what my favorite part of the game was. Which was that whole scene. It's like it's more of a storytelling, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I don't think you could probably die. Um, I mean, maybe you could. I don't know. It's just yeah. It's like you're actually talking again. I not a big comic book man, but I, I saw Suicide Squad. So like yeah. in Suicide Squad, they touch a little bit on how like Harley Quinn and Joker become like 
you know, Whatever. what they are. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah. So like, I you know before that movie, I would have had no idea that Harley Quinn was like a psychiatrist that talked to the Joker when he got arrested, and then they end up falling in love and you know she, right, she right, turns right. crazy. So like, the scene is that you're talking to her, and you're just sort of like, what ha- what had just happened was you had fallen off a building or jumped off you you got blown off a building and you're gonna die Joker's gonna die but Batman swoops down and saves him and then so Joker's like why would you save me you know I'm trying to kill you and then Batman is sort of like why did I save him he's trying to kill me so like as he's talking to Harley Quinn you can like he has like he's like he doesn't love Batman, obviously, but, like, there's a, such a strong, weird connection between the two, and he's it, like, yeah. I, for once, I could relate to someone, and that's not something I could ever say before, and then you sort of start to think about it, and you're like, we always think of Batman as obviously the good guy, but, like, there is something fundamentally wrong with Batman, too, you know what I mean? Like, Exactly, man. So it's I know. cool, like, to see from exactly. that perspective... So, but, like, yeah, you're going through, like, a corridor, and, like, things are getting twisty-turny, and, like, there's, like, uh, like pipes that sh- spit steam out throughout the game, and, like, they're shooting out, like, confetti and, like, cards and stuff, and it's just really trippy, and, uh, yeah, that, that part was really cool. Yeah, that's, yep, and I'm, I'm so glad that you got to play that, because I, I was thinking, it's kind of late in the game, I hope he can get to that part. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I guess, uh... To let everyone know, I haven't beaten the game yet. I'm slightly after that point. Um, I don't know. I, I'd imagine I'm probably three quarters of the way done, maybe give or take. Um, yeah. I probably will finish this. Um, you know, I like I said, I can't imagine yeah, it be many you, you more should. hours. No, I, you're almost to the end. Yeah. So, end. and like I said, it, I I won't lie. Like in the beginning, I was like, okay, this is like like I don't hate the game, but I don't love it. But as I continued to play more, I I gradually, you know continue to enjoy the game more um i know and i'm dude you don't know how long i've i just i'm so glad you have played it because i've wanted to tell you so much about it <laughs> but it's like i do, i really want you to experience it by yourself yeah and you not know? get it ruined yeah that you, you know so it's like i just you just have to play it you know That's now the there were I demand you. yeah yeah and no I, I think it's a great segment and i look forward to doing more of them as we uh continue on but uh sort of i guess to wrap up a little bit before we get into the final verdict um just some annoying things were there were a number of instances maybe two or three where it'd be like one of those rooms like a kill room you know there's you know i go through and i'm killing everyone and then you get to the point where the last person is like oh like i i interrogate them and like choke them out and then they tell me what i need to know um so I like this one level, like I couldn't do it, and I died two or three times. And it's one of those ones with a bunch of shotguns, and I finally got it. The the one guy's left, and he's like, "All right, I'm sorry." And I go over and I look at him, and he's clipped into an object, and I couldn't like interrogate him. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like seriously, man. Like I finally finally beat this room, and you're clipped into an object, and I can't finish the room, and I have to." reload from the last oh interesting last uh you know stop and that happened like interesting that happened uh that happened the one time there and then there was another room where i I hadn't completed the room but there was a guy clipped into the the wall and i couldn't hit him but he was just blasting me with a shotgun 
And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm just going to take it because, uh, you know, even if I killed everyone else in the room, like, you're still going to be stuck there. Right. So I think that might have happened to me once. So yeah. that was a little frustrating. But, I mean, nothing, you know, nothing I, I would, like, be like, oh, I'm never playing this game again, you know, over. But right. just, just right. slight right. Annoyance, annoyances. But uh, I was just talking with Aaron about this today, actually, about how open world games, you know, now it's just like, it's so hard to develop games and and like with Zelda coming up, I can just tell that Nintendo is making sure that nothing like this happens and that it feels like, you know, with their new physics engine and stuff, they just are trying to work through all those kinks. Yeah, that's I, I why bet, uh, so. Zelda's going to be a 2017 holiday title. But yeah. um but yeah, I guess coming into the the verdict here, like I said, uh I mean, it, if I had started off, I would have been like all right, this is a a giddy ground, you know what I mean? Like like a, not a game I, I love, not a game I hate, not a game I'd want to really play all the time, but as I continued to play it, like I said, I, I, you know, started using the different devices and gadgets and started to approach, you know, uh, like I said, approach a room with more thought to it instead of just jumping down and trying to beat everyone up. Like, like you said, like a little mm-hmm. more thought to it, more strategy. And, um, no, like I said, as I continue to play the game, I continue to enjoy it more. And the storytelling and the presentation and and everything wrapped up together is a, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's impressive. An, it's a, yeah, it's a really fun game. And like I said, the Wii U, it, it's fun to see this kind of game on the Wii U. And for I think I got it for ten dollars or eleven dollars on eBay. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's. I think we both got ours for. Yeah, yeah, that's bucks. right. That's right. It's a very affordable game, so. Um, I would give it a giddy up, and I would recommend Woo-hoo. that. Yeah, for honestly, for thirteen dollars, you know, if you have any interest in it, it, it's worth giving it a play. And um, you know, even if you don't like it, you can you can talk about it, and you'll at least know moving forward what what some Nintendo esque yeah. games are like. <laughs> even though this was a Nintendo yep. game, for sure. Good old Wii U. And I would say, yeah, because of the off-TV play, I think that it's that's the best version to get than the PS3 or yeah, Xbox. Yeah, doesn't it come with the DLC? So. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it comes with the code, yep, for like a something, for Deathstroke or something, but yeah. Yeah, so I guess that brings us Sweet. to the end of the our very first I Demand You. Man, that, that was epic. That's an epic Yeah, segment. I felt like that went well. Um... And it's it's nice to I mean I don't think it'll happen every time but it's nice to get two giddy ups off the bat you know. Yeah 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 yeah. It's awesome. Well let's take a quick break. Come back. We'll do Craigslist roundup. Uh, read another email or two, and then we'll end the show. Giddy up times two. <laughs> <laughs> This time, it is time again. You've all come to learn and love it. It's Craigslist Roundup. What do you got, Perry? All right. 
I picked up two deals this week. Um, the first one was for 50 bucks, and I got a DSi XL with three 3DS games and Super Scribble Knots, um, <laughs> which is funny. It's just the DS game. Uh, the DSi XL is a blue one, midnight blue, in gorgeous condition, uh, and uh, I ended up selling it for actually I, I put 60 here, but I ended up selling it with eight for 80 bucks. Uh, I guess with fees and stuff, it was like 70 bucks. When I got home, uh, though, uh, by the way, this this was in with in box. I don't know if I said that. Uh, oh, nice, with, nice. Yeah, nice. with all the manuals and stuff. When I got home, though, I looked at, at it uh, at the screens more closely, and I was like, oh no, on the touch screen, I was like, there's some like little like there's some scratches on it, you know. Like, Dang oh no. it, you know. And then and then I looked and I'm like. <gasps> Did they put screen protectors on it? Oh, they did, and I peeled that those babies off, and they were like immaculate, like just <laughs> factory, like right off the factory. I was like, "Thank you so oh, much." That's amazing. Yeah, thank yes. goodness. Um, and then a piece of advice: I just got an email today from uh, the guy I sold it to off Amazon, and uh, the it was locked. DSI was locked. The uh, the, uh, oh no! The it online was, uh... stuff and to get on like for, and I and it's funny the one I have now that I I've, I've been playing uh, Diddy Kong on is locked too, and I need to call. So anyway, you might you know, want to figure that out if you buy these and sell them. To call, it's easy. You can call Nintendo or online. There's an, a way to do it. Um, but yeah, isn't that funny? So uh, I also got Star Fox 64 3D in box, which I regrettably sold that game, like like three or four years ago i just didn't play it as much i was like you know what i get this game i but now i play it all the time aaron and i play it multiplayer is so fun that and game's expensive i bought it exactly I yep I, I could sell easily make 30 bucks off that and then i also got ghost recon the shadow dragon <laughs> whatever it's called and uh, disney infinity uh with with like the three like the starter pack with like it has like four of the figures Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, basically those are gonna be bonuses and stuff. Uh, I'll probably keep Ghost Recon, but I'll sell Disney Infinity like with with this system. Yeah, a nice old pack. On. But yeah, I really got it. Just I mean, I'm kind of looking at these little things now. It's like where, well, if I can just sell the system and make all the money back, and then just keep the software. Like I, I just got like a free Star Fox, you know. And those are, you know, what I mean. So it's just really yeah, simple. Yeah, no, you can't complain so, with that. I got like a fifty dollar profit there with that too so not only that but a $50 profit so that's pretty cool so my uh, second deal I got a little simpler it was 150 bucks uh, this was at the height of the when I was telling you the 3DS was going the 3DS XL uh, oh the black ones right yeah and uh, actually yeah this should be anyway uh, I I it was like it was a Tuesday and I tried to get, and he couldn't meet till Thursday. And literally in that time, they went down like sixty bucks. Oh damn! On Amazon, yeah. So anyway, I bought it for one hundred fifty. It was a new three DS XL black one with Pokemon X, just the cartridge. Um, and the three DS I sold for one hundred ninety. That's how much I got out of it. And then I could sell X for for uh, twenty five bucks. So it's a sixty five dollar profit. Uh, not bad, not bad. No, no, not bad. But, and you know what, I was just glad I haven't lost any money. I was kind of, I was gambling a little on that one, uh, just because I didn't know, 
I, I just I was, I was kind of playing with the uh, with how how the rates were going on Amazon there. But anyway, mm-hmm. all in all, hundred fifteen dollar profit. I'm happy with it. This is a it was a good week. So that'll do it for my Craigslist roundup. Ooh-wee. Well, we've got actually before we close out the show, we have to announce. The winner of our Donkey Kong Tropical, well, not tr- just Tropical Freeze bundle, but our Donkey Kong Holiday bundle. But before we do that, we have one more story from, uh, I'm not sure how you'd say it, Taupro777, T-A-U-P-R-O-777. Uh, you want to give it a read or you want me to take it? I'll read it. Uh, they say, Christmas was what actually got me into video games. We had played the NES and SNES before, but it wasn't until my parents got us an N64 that I became a gamer. Mostly because the including game was... What do you think it was? Ocarina of Time, of course. Best game ever. We played it all day. That game even inspired me to become a game dev. In that way, that Christmas changed my life. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a, a nice story. And it's, it's just cool because, like you said, we're getting to the time where people who are playing N64 and GameCube are now the developers, you know, making games for us and... It's cool to, to see that that Nintendo, of course, you know, it just motivated so many people to do things, you know? Yep, yep. Very cool. And now we do have a winner. From Twitter, we have Oven Slayer. His, uh, his handle is XXOvenSlayerXX, and he, uh, he won our Donkey Kong bundle, and uh, congratulations to him. Yep, that was Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and Donkey Kong Country Returns for Wii. Brand new. Yes. So he'll Two be get- very good games. That's our Christmas present to you, buddy. Alright, you can uh, of course find the show at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo P-O-D on Twitter and you can email us any questions, comments, or concerns to TalkNintendoPodcast at NintendoWorldReport.com you can find myself on Twitter at Case underscore Jets and Perry. You can find me at P B U R K U M. P Burkham. P Burkham. P Burkham. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and uh, right before we go, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is one, just one, just pick one GameCube game that you would love on Switch Virtual Console? One GameCube game on. Switch Virtual Console. That's a good one. I'm gonna keep the obvious like Zeldas away. I'm yep. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, Mario Sunshine would be awesome. But again, I feel like that's a very uh, oh, they're gonna put that out. <clears throat> yeah, very standard one. I'm gonna go a, one a little off the rails here. Resident Evil Remake. Ah, okay. Cool. And now I wouldn't honestly see why that couldn't become a, a realistic possibility. Whether it was the uh, GameCube actual um, virtual console version, yeah, or you know Capcom's re-released all those games so many times, it wouldn't surprise me if they just ported one of those over. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to see. Uh, I'm excited for uh, Resident Evil Seven. How about you? Uh, my game would be Chibi Robo. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. I have never played that game, and I would love to play that game. I've heard it's so good. So, definitely Chibi Robo. All right, Nintendo, you heard us. Now get get busy. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and with that, uh, I guess uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Giddy up. Giddy up two times. T.
two times.